Bronan, what is best in life? To crush your enemies, see them driven before you, and to hear the Zamundo podcast. In the golden age of podcasts, there was but one undreamed of. And unto this Zumundo, destined to wear the crown of pop culture upon a troubled brow. You are now listening to Doolin and Keith on the Zumundo Podcast. And welcome to Zumundo Podcast, episode 42. The Deuce. Forty and a deuce. I'm Doolin <laughs> and I'm Keith, and uh, we got some stuff to get into tonight. But before we do, I have to ask you a very important question, Keith. Oh, I was could, not expecting this. Could a vampire policeman enter my house if he had a search warrant? Like at night? Anytime. Uh, I maybe he's a daywalker. I don't know. I don't discriminate against the vampire. I people. mean, if hypothetically he was hired, went through the right processes, and was a legitimate policeman and right. a vampire. I think, yeah. I mean... Oh, wait, because you got to invite him in. You have to invite a vampire oh. in. Is, is the warrant an invitation? Or, or I mean, it's a sanction. Mm. I guess it's like a sanctioned invitation. That's a good question. But it's not coming from the owner. Well, first of all, they don't need to come in here because you're a good <laughs> Don't guy. be coming in here. We're the good guys. With, uh, with we, your yeah. no reflection casting and your fang teeth. That's a pretty good question. <laughs> I'm going to have to ponder this. Do you know? Because if you do... Drop us an email at zumundo at outlook.com and yeah, man. We'll, we'll get into it. But uh, <laughs> I think that yes, because he probably wouldn't come alone and then somebody else would invite him in. Hey, Roger, why are you standing outside? Get in here. He'd be like, okay. <laughs> yes, I want to inspect your place. <laughs> yeah. I want to look for drugs. I guess it wouldn't be it wouldn't be uh, Roger at that point. It'd be Vlad, you know, <laughs> Dracula or something. Vlad, get in here. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Well, I mean, that's the first that's crazy la- lamentation of the podcast. Wow. Uh, <laughs> wow. Uh, awesome. Uh, what, what's uh, How's your week been? My week has been wild, man. Uh, some good, some bad. I just got back from... Uh, okay, well, I didn't just get back from Ocala. I went to Ocala last week, which is why we did the show a little bit early. Yeah, you had a, quite the adventure. I, I, I really, really did. And if you recall from the last episode... Yep. Um, one of the last things I said was, uh, yep. you good? Yeah. All right. One Sorry, we're turning up headphones. Uh, one of the last things I said was, uh, I, 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 I don't want a supernatural experience, man. I do. You don't want none of this. Yeah. I had one. I, 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 <laughs> it happened, man. Right. Plot, plot twist I already knew, but uh, this is crazy, man. Yeah. It's some some stuff happened when we stayed at that uh, that bed and breakfast up in Ocala. Seven Sisters Inn in Ocala, Florida. You can Google it. It's Some say it's the most haunted inn in Florida. And we have confirmation that it might actually be haunted. It might actually be haunted. This so, is pretty cool. So if you would like to hear about that, then uh, stick around for Mysterious World, and I'll tell you a little bit about that. Yeah. I'm excited. But aside from that, man, the, the week has been absolutely uh, crazy busy. Like I had to work nonstop just to get to this point where I could have like this time to set aside to do the podcast and sit down and chill out. And I'm glad I did, man, because this is like, honestly, this is very much needed for me this week. I really needed just to sit down across this table with you, my man, have some drinks and just get into the pop culture stuff this week. dude. Indeed. I, I always say this is the highlight of my week and, and you know, that's uh it, it, you know, holds true. Obviously I don't just say things just because people like to say things, mm-hmm. you know, don't just do crazy. things just to do Zoom, them. Like, yeah, like, why don't you stomp yeah, on somebody's right, couch? Right. You know? <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah, I remember. That. Yeah, I uh, remember digging my sorry. feet in his couch. Yeah, anybody remembers that skit? That was classic. Yeah. Um, How's your week been, but man? Uh, extremely busy, somewhat productive. You're, yeah, you're uh, you're out there um, out there jo- doing job, job hunting. hunting and resuming and you know all that good stuff. It's it's been cool. Got to spend some time with a, a really good friend of ours. Got to watch a couple movies while not while I'm typing, but like afterwards, you know, mm-hmm. and stuff. So. I'm, I've got reviews for weeks and weeks. Um, Sweet. Not that any of them are going to be good or anybody's going to listen to them, but yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll share. Quick, um, quick shout out to our, our, our guys over there, Mark Miles and Matt over at, uh, that's fair podcasting. Uh, I think Matt is just now wrapping up his, uh, cruise with his, his, his good lady wife. Oh, excellent. And, uh, hopefully here pretty soon we'll be able to sync up our schedules where we can do our crossover episode. I did get to see some of, uh. Um, I'm excited for this crossover crossover episode, mm-hmm. but I did get to see some of uh, Three Men in a Basement. Um, some oh of yeah, Megacon coverage. Guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah I saw cool some too. of that yeah. too. Yeah, that was, that was neat. Yeah, man. Yeah. Um, yeah. So all things considered, uh, the the week is going fine. It will be a lot better when I finish this wedding that I'm DJing tomorrow, <coughs> and then I can kind of breathe. I can breathe a little bit. Yeah, somebody's happy day. That's awesome. Well, you know, it's just you know, it's when you are you know somebody you're somebody's wedding MC like that's. It's their moment. It's you know? their moment, and you could screw it up, man. So it's like it's a lot. I mean, uh, you're everyone's a professional. Like, everyone's well. I mean, yeah, of course. But you know, it's you've always got that weight on you. Like you know, what if you do the wrong sound cue? You say somebody's name wrong. You know. It's, oh yeah, last names. Make sure you pronounce yeah, them right. Dude, That's a good point. I, I actually, <laughs> this this bride that I've been talking to, they have like 18 people in the wedding party and stuff, and all of them that have like big. have these wild names and stuff, <laughs> and so I've been going over the bride, I'm like, how do you pronounce this name? How do you pronounce this name? Oh, you yeah. want you want to walk to which song? I don't even have that. I gotta find that. So it's been <laughs> It's been it's been a lot of back and forth with like this to, wedding. So I would like to walk out to flight to the Valkyries, please. Yeah. But anyways, enough about that. Let's uh, let's let's get into some pop culture stuff, man. Yeah, yeah. Let's send it. All right, here we go. Uh, we got some brews. We got some news. We got some reviews on tap. Let's uh, let's send it. Here we go. And now, brews, news, and reviews. It stinks. Sometimes it sings. I was sometimes say it's that, awesome. Yeah. Sometimes <laughs> it is awesome, and uh, hopefully it's it's kind of interesting this week. There's not a lot going on. Yeah, man, for sure. Um, so we got uh, as as is our way. We start out with the brews. What are you sipping on there, man? Uh, man well, okay. Man, so I'm gonna man. say my other drink. So I have a deep Eddie's lime flavored mm-hmm. vodka mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. Um, Canada Dry lime flavored uh, sugar free talk. Tonic. I was going to say toxic water. Oh, gosh. <laughs> and and with a twist of lime. Nice. So lime on lime on lime on lime. Yeah. And I'm uh, having a uh, just, actually really good. just a Tito's and tonic with a twist of lime. So That's classic. It's handmade. It is handmade in Texas, apparently. <laughs> in Texas. Yeah. Texas. Maybe I did. Cool, man. Um, yeah. So uh, let's get into some news here. I got some video game news. Oh, so do I. Well, yeah, go ahead. Get, let's get into some video game news. What do you got this week? Not super big. I guess a footnote. So I saw the the videos for that new Contra game. Oh, we got another Contra game coming yeah, out. Yeah, we mentioned it before, up, up, but down, um, down, it's going right, to be right, out on March fourteenth. It looks really cool. It's like kind of retconning some of the old stuff, some of the new stuff. Spread gun's still the best, right? Of um, course. They got Crush in there. They got homing missile, all that good stuff. It looks really cool, and it's the original two guys are back. Like, which we always say is is it's com- Rambo and Commando. If you actually look <laughs> it, it, fighting alien, if like, you look at it though, it's the, it's they, Rambo and or no, it's. It's supposed to be Rambo and Commando, but the the screenshots are both Arnold from different movies. I thought one was. I thought now, the guy on the right was Stallone. It's, it, 
it, it is, but it's uh, it's a scene from Predator where he's turning, and then the other one's also a scene from Predator. Oh, that's so funny. It's, yeah, so it's just they, yeah, it's yeah. just, and then and then the alien in the background is literally Aliens. the xenomorph. Yeah. So they actually said this is a. It, in a, in one of the videos, right? I can't I can't speak for the company Konami that originally released the game, but they said it's a retelling of Aliens, and I was like, "What? Like you can't say that? You can't say this the quiet part out loud." Uh, there, but, I think there's like a statute of limitations on that. Let the game let the game come out in like 1990 or 1987 or something, something like, yeah. like that. I dude, if you can do up up down down, this is gonna be a good one. Oh, that'd be yeah. awesome. Thirty lives, man. That's the only way I could beat it, dude. Me and uh, me and my cousin Ricky, like we, I just remember, like we we would spend entire like days, afternoons, just sitting there playing contra two player together and stuff, man. That was uh, it was good times. I know I played through it four times in a row one time because mm-hmm. I got really good at it when I was a kid. Kind of like a speed running good, like like you didn't die very often. Mm-hmm. Um, like level five, I could do some real crazy stuff in where it's like, oh my gosh, you just knew where to jump and when and mm-hmm. all that good stuff. And anyway. Um, that being said, I I, uh, I always heard that you could, you know, the fifth time through, like the ending would change, but I, I don't know if there's any way to that. I don't uh, think there is. I think, I think we, we we did beat the game like one time, but it was so long ago. Like I was probably like eight, nine years old. Yeah, you old. fight the big heart and it's got the face huggers basically jumping out. It's pretty cool. And then, you know, thank you, Mario, but our princess is in another castle. Kind of, kind of, it's got that kind of vibe. Yeah, for sure. I remember like endings for games used to literally just be like some really cheap cinematic and then like some some credits would roll while like mega man walked through the seasons or something like that you know that's mega man 2 and i love mega man and then you're like oh that's it that's the like everybody like shut up we're watching the ending we beat the game we're watching it you know yeah yeah, exactly and then you get games like uh final fantasy 7 where it's like you're just watching for 20 minutes in the middle of the game like you're like oh this is a movie now me and um me and uh pippin one time i think we beat I think it was like Secret of Mana. Okay. One time. Yeah, and like that. and so like he had slept over the night before and my parents were knocking on the door, like, we made breakfast, get in here. And like we were like, we just beat the game. Just and they're like won. and like you can't pause it and stuff. So like we literally like they get in here and have breakfast. You know, so like we came yeah. in and like trying to eat it like while the credits are rolling oh, and man. stuff. One of the first early games that I beat, and this was with I don't remember it's called the sports pad, maybe for Sega Master System, mm-hmm. was the Rocky Sega game because it had Master like a rapid System. button, so you could punch real fast. And in that game, you fought um you fought apollo creed you fought clubber lang and you fought ivan ivan drago and uh at the end of it they like ran he ran towards uh um adrian and they like you know they kissed or embraced or whatever yeah and it it, like actually had like a thing and you're like we beat it yo like it was kind of big but um that's kind of one of the first endings i remember in a game a lot of other games were just like you have won (laughs) goodbye Congratulations or whatever. Like I think if you ever played like the Ghostbusters game and like the ending was like literally like and it was all misspelled. It was like congratulation, you oh, have man. completed a great game. Please play again. And that was like the whole thing. So disappointing. <laughs> ah, poor kids. Anyways, well, so that toughens you up. All right. We so, went off on a tangent there, but yeah. that's cool. That's what we do. Well, on that note, Rare's releasing an online collection for uh Nintendo Switch Online. And it looks like they're going to get Battletoads in Battle Maniacs, which is one of the games, a Battletoads game I'm not familiar with. Mm-hmm. Um, that original one was known to be amazingly hard and fun. Amazingly hard, correct. Another classic game that I only saw on TV. I probably played it twice. RC Program. Excuse me. And uh, and Snake Rattle and Roll. There's some other stuff in there, too, I think. I remember Snake Rattle and Roll very well. Okay, cool, cool. Yeah. Uh, cool and the, stuff. I guess moving right along. Hey, since we're, on the, since we're on the Switch, I'll talk about this for a little bit, man. So for years... Princess Peach is, you know, she's been, well, I mean, not for years. She's, she's had other stuff, but you know, we, we kind of met princess as the, uh, 
the damsel in distress, so to speak. And, you know, she's... Well, Bowser took her, right? Yeah, yeah. Se- several times. Um, but, uh, you know, she was always something for, you know, she was she was a plot device for Mario to go rescue. You know, and she's been in a lot of other games, too, like Mario She's in Kart. the movie. Yeah, she's yeah. awesome in Mario Kart. Yeah, yeah, you know, that kind of thing. But uh, Princess Peach, finally the hero of her own game now, coming oh, out for uh, Nintendo Switch, uh, set to launch on March 22nd. Uh, I watched the trailer for it yesterday, um, and it looks pretty cool. So the, uh, the game is called Princess Peach Showtime. Uh, you play as Princess Peach, who saves Sparkle Theater from a group of villains known as Grape and the Sour Bunch. Okay. And that's going to be out there. So I watched the trailer, and, like, you have, like, all these different roles that you fill. You go from, like, ninja to pirate cool. to uh, to chef to detective and all this other stuff. So, I mean, I was looking at it, like, you know, obviously I'm a little bit older than the demographic for this game or whatever. And it looks, you know, very much geared towards towards young young girls Kids and stuff, stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, but, but I was like, I was like, yeah, that looks like fun. I could play that if I had a Switch. Dude, Wonder was good. Uh, like wander wander uh yeah that's cool man yeah Peach wander is, Peach woman is a classic is that... she's a hero i mean like when mario 2 when mario she could 2. fly dude yeah, i used her oh yeah probably most that her and toad were kind of the two go-tos mm-hmm. there is a i mean somebody's figured out what's the best person for every level you know but of course yeah mario kind of took a backseat to all the other characters in that mm-hmm. one yeah because yeah, well, yeah, he, he was kind of he was the average yeah. guy yeah that's awesome, man. Yeah. Well, here's another blast from the past. Mm-hmm. Star Wars Battlefront Classic Collection is being released March 14th. This is going to be on everything. Um, okay. Switch, Xbox, PC, via Steam, and uh, PlayStation. Which game is this again? Star Wars Battlefront Collection. Oh, it's oh the two okay. Ori- the, old, the, the old original Battlefronts. It's both the, the two original ones, and they have updated maps and characters. Oh, and nice. Such, so. Yeah. That was really popular, man. That was almost almost kind of like a Call of Duty, but for Star Wars. I mean, mm. not, not quite as advanced, but I mean, it was... I think it's interesting because you got to take control of some of your favorite characters. You could be Vader on a mission and stuff. Star Wars games used to be interesting, right? Uh, we, we, we reference um, uh, Knights... No, not Knights of the Old Republic. That was also a big game. That was also but, um, awesome. Very Fallout-like. Shadows um, of the Empire still Shadows remains the Empire. one That's of my favorite games to so, this day. I wish they would remaster that. So Rogue Squadron and Shadows of the Empire, similar time frame, N64 era. Mm-hmm. They were cool because you got to take control of your favorite Star Wars people and have different adventures. Maybe not your favorite. The The original Super Star Wars, Super Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi, were amazing for, um, for SNES, Super mm-hmm. Nintendo. And those were really cool where you actually had to play all the all the characters from movies. But Battlefront's neat because you get to play them and do different stuff. Like you're what do you do when all the lasers are flying around and where do you go? And you know, it's cool and it's kind of a not a capture the flag, but uh, not even a gauntlet style where you kill the machines, but it's it's just a neat, you know, it's a neat game, it's a neat theory, it's cool and and you're right. I played some of the newer one which was only online, I want to say, or only multiplayer or something. Uh, that was that was still years and years ago, but that was pretty fun too because you got like a big battle on Endor and stuff, and it's it, it's fun. Those yeah, are, those yeah, are cool of course. Games. Yeah, and it's not like Call of Duty where it's like the first time I played Call of Duty, it's like you wake up, you're dead. You wake never up, you're got, dead. I never you wake got, I never got into Call of yeah. Duty, and then you have to get good at it to like actually do anything. Good scrub, a little bit less of a learning curve. You yeah, know, which was cool. Yeah, super fun. So yeah, that, that's uh, that's what I got for video game news this week. All right. Uh, hey, I got a little bit of uh, so a little something new, a little something nostalgic in the realm of comic books. Um, Gargoyles, the oh. old, which was, you know, we've talked about Gargoyles before. And, you know, there's been stirrings of doing a movie here and there. And, you know, I don't know what's going to come of that. Yep. But uh, the animated series continues in comic book form. 
The ongoing Gargoyle saga continues in March. So this is from publisher Dynamite Entertainment and the original Gargoyles creator Greg Weissman are gearing up for the next chapter of this ongoing story in Gargoyles Quest. So this is uh, the latest book following 2022's Gargoyles and 2023 Gargoyles, The Dark Ages. Cool. And the new series uh, continues directly from Dark Ages as it builds on revelations from the past and weaves a new conflict between Demona, which... It's one of my favorite characters, okay. and and Goliath and his crew in, in Manhattan. So. I wonder if uh, are the voice actors coming back for it. It's a comic book. Oh yeah, <laughs> I was thinking for you again for some. I time. God, I, w- I wish yeah. I wish it was uh, another medium, but no, it's a it's a comic book. Yeah, so, I know we always talk. Uh, Keith David did that iconic yeah. voice oh, for that. Stuff. Keith yeah. David, I am Goliath. Yeah, it was good. My people were betrayed by the very humans we swore to protect. That's a terrible Keith David uh, that impression. That was not a good. Yeah, no, yeah. No, I can't, I can't, I can't replicate Keith David. Man, tried. that man's the man is iconic. Yeah. Oh man! But uh, here's hoping that if they ever I'm having do Keith David flashbacks from like the thing and stuff, like oh, I, love, I love Keith David. <laughs> he's man. Good he's actor. like one of my favorite actors. Uh, just just for his voice alone, man. It's very iconic. Yeah, abs- I- iconic. Right. <laughs> um, cool, man. Well, that's cool. There's, yeah, there's Comic Man for you. This Comic week. Man for you. Uh, I've got a little bit of uh, music or not music. Uh, movie news to which I say <laughs> why. Why? You know what I? You know what I bet you were probably sitting there this morning. You wake up thinking to yourself, like God. I threw up as soon as I are, heard this. When are they going to make another Jurassic World movie? Oh no, not that. Okay, but well, no, I, I, I've never thought of that. Of course you did, man. Everybody wants a, yet another Jurassic World movie. Like what Bro, do we got? We got like two of them now. Like, I'm on Jurassic Park, and that's it. That's my favorite. Should have just been a one and done. I that think. was such but, a cool um, movie. But Gareth Edwards, uh, famously who directed Rogue One, has been tapped Ooh. to direct the next Jurassic World movie. I really apparently liked Rogue One. we're going to get uh, Chris Pratt back for another run okay. and Bryce Dallas Howard, I which like is fine. But I'm just like, what else? What else are we going to do with this franchise now? Fight dinosaurs. We've we've done that. And like, and, and we're, now we've even done like, just do a crossover with Transformers and John Wick. Fuck Dinobots, it. Like, let's dude. Just Dinobots, do it. Dinobots, Dinobots. That's Transformers, sir. No, no, there was Dinobots. Remember the toys? Pretty sure that it was Transformers. No, there it? was like there was a Dinobots cartoon and, and toys where like a dude rode a Triceratops, Brontosaurus, and they like fought or Dino Riders. Maybe that's it. Yeah, sure. Let's do Dino Riders. Why not? Yeah. I mean, we we've come close enough to that. actually. I don't even think I watched the second Jurassic World movie. I was like, meh, because at the point where you're like you're like uh, they're doing genetically enhanced dinosaurs that didn't even exist, cool. in real life. And I'm like, what's cool. even what's even the <laughs> point of this? Like. Like, I mean, isn't the whole point of yeah. Jurassic World to replicate dinosaurs that once existed? Well, you so, were talking about Woolly Mammoths coming back like an episode or two ago, so... You shut your know. whore mouth, yeah, sir. Yeah, I mean, they're genetically <laughs> altered, right? Yeah, but the thing is, in Jurassic World, they don't need to do that. Like, they they have the technology to just recreate dinosaurs as they once existed. So what's the problem, or what's the point of making, we're going to make this mega, ultra, uber dinosaur that never existed in real life, but we're going to bring it into the park, and you're like, yeah, but why? Oh, it's just because it's some sort of big bad thing for the heroes to fight at the end. Genetic dinosaurs over here. Genetic dinosaurs over here. See? Nobody cares. <laughs> That was, a, that was you a Dotson are, reference. You're so much more lenient Dotson. on Hollywood than I am, Dotson. man. We got Dotson over here. And I, and I like that dynamic because I'm, I'm the guy that's always kind of shitting on things. And you're the guy that's like, no, man, it's pretty good. It's not bad. Like, <laughs> well, here's a here's a Jurassic Park original thing. Did you know he wore like... like Who, who's this, he? Who are we the, talking about? Uh, uh, um, 
Oh my gosh, Newman. Uh, what's his name? Um, oh, uh, yeah, Newman. Yeah, yeah New- fucking Newman. Newman. <laughs> uh, the guy, the guy from Seinfeld. The, the Newman. bad guy. Ha ha ha! You didn't say the magic word. That yeah. whole thing. Um, he Hello, actually wore Jerry. the costumes, combinations of the costumes from the Goonies in that movie. Wayne, like a throwback. Wayne Knight. As a, yeah, Wayne Knight wore basically the outfits from the Goonies as an adult in that movie years later. Oh yeah. I can see it now. The shirt, yeah. the shirt is the same one that Chunk yeah, had. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got the jacket like data yeah. at one point. And then I, there's something else in there. That's like just a straight, straight, yeah, like, like one for one Goonies, like it pulled it out of his. So they say that maybe it was like Chunk comes on, like it's the Goonie verse. You know right? what? You know what? I learned something today. It's cool. We'll, we'll really, have to look that up. It's fun. I'm really yeah. thankful for the fact that I learned something about Hollywood that I didn't know before today. Yeah. So, so, so thank you, sir. Thank you. Hollywood. Hollywood. Hollywood, right? Yeah, exactly. I got some toy and hobby news this week. Oh, hit me. All right. This is kind of weird. Not weird. Um, I don't know if you play with Legos, but I mean, we all did. Of course. Um, so it looks like Lamo. Lamo. Lamos. <laughs> I instantly apologize for that. It looks like Legos teaming up with Dungeons and Dragons. Finally. Interesting. Yeah. There's right. uh, going to make a Dungeons and Dragons Lego set. Yeah. There's a trailer out online where they don't show any of the sets or anything really. But they're going to be making some sets, some of them related to Baldur's Gate 3, which is a game Ooh, that you play. Yeah. Nice. And so obviously it's easy to make Baldur's Gate minifigs. Of course. You can make some castles and stuff. I mean, they've had like fantasy stuff, like the the all the kings and like the little band of Robin Hood guys back in the day when we were kids and, and that kind of thing. Um, and they had great sets and, and they obviously can make that. Now, Dungeons and Dragons did have a Lego-like set through... I'm not sure if it was Mega Blocks or another company. Probably Mega Blocks. And they had like a, the it was a game. The leading competitor. Yeah, it was like a game where you could like fling balls like they're like castle pieces and you could fling stuff at each other. I do love flinging my balls. Um kind of like there's <laughs> Sorry, another there's that's a, so bad. Where's it like crossfire? There's a bunch of games like that where you used to shoot stuff at each other. Uh, I remember like I used to play um I with uh tabletop games we're talking about with like, my uh, with, with with my with my ex's son we used to play a game called Ninjago which is like a ninja mm-hmm. like you had to build the board and you guys like all played like dueling ninjas or whatever okay with the thing but there was actually like Ninja-go. rules yeah like you had to build it um but there was actually like combat rules and would stuff it, like that so would the would would you break stuff though like this is like that game i'm talking about like you had like red cannonballs you'd shoot each other like with a with a spring thing and it, that's cool which uh, really just you get stuff all over the room and nobody could actually hit each other's stuff but yeah yeah it's cool so that's kind of interesting i hope they are very successful with that and that the sets look really cool hopefully you do a really good job with that yeah that'd be fun um two things um i have alcohol news too that i just thought of alcohol news yeah I just thought of that. Uh, Tito's right now, if you buy a handle of it, at least in our part of Florida, you get a free bottle of Charleston uh, Bloody Mary mix with it. Mm, Okay. Spicy or regular. Is it handmade? The Charleston mix? I don't know. It better be. Well, you have to look at the bottle. I'm not sure. Nobody's advertising that's handmade that I'm aware of. But back to toy and hobby news. Uh, Amazon is currently having a sale on a bunch of board games this week and some actual cool ones. Some of your favorites that you don't know. Hero Quest. Okay. Star Wars Legion. Oh, wait, hold is, on. Hero Quest. Wow. Like, now, yeah, they reprinted. Now it. that's yeah. a name I've not heard in a long time. So they reprinted the original game. I don't know if the rules are updated or anything or the figs or anything, but yeah, you can get Hero Quest again, which is, that's good times. Because I know if you buy like an original, it's expensive. Um, and the expansions got really expensive too. But uh, also, so Star Wars Legions is like a, almost like a Warhammer 40K type thing where you pit like not the ships against each other because they have a whole different game called TIE Fighter or X-Wing or something. Um, but you you like fight with like, you have stormtroopers and I've got rebel guys and 
you know, you battle on like a tabletop and stuff. So that's kind of cool. Okay. Um, and then a Dark Souls board game. And there's several others that are on sale this week. But if anybody's into that kind of stuff, it might be a good time to pick it up. And I was thinking it was like 14 to $15 off at each one, yeah. like doing mm-hmm. the math. It's a pretty good, pretty good deal. You know, if something's like 90 bucks, it was like 76 You know, I'm like, all right, that's that's a, definitely a sale, which is good. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. For sure. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah. I like it. I like it. And that's mostly 90,000% of what I got this week on news. It's a weird, weird news week. Yeah, it's kind of a strange thing, but that's cool. You know, that's why we are here, man. We're just here to talk about stuff and uh, just kind of, just kind of bullshit a little bit. Yeah. Good stuff. Good stuff. Do you got more stuff or no? No, no, that's it. That's all I I got. I have a couple questions for you, man. All right. Hit me. If you're going to like, do you have like a favorite series of action movies or anything? Favorite series of action Not movies. Not series, that's that's because that's saying franchise, but like just a, like a list of a couple action movies like. Um yeah, geez, man. You put me on the spot like this. I wasn't I was not prepared for this. All right. So I would argue I gotta even say, adventure movies. I gotta say, all right. Movies. So um one of one of my all-time favorite action movies. It did before I like go in, it's like you, you have you have somewhere you're going with this, obviously, right? Okay, I just want to make sure like we're gonna go through most of a list that I found on IMDB, but okay, um, see, I disagree anything? heavily with the end of it, and I okay. don't think all the Lord of the Rings movies are the best, so we're just gonna stop. Yeah. All right, so I, I I'll give you a couple of my favorite action movies, like right off the top of my head. Um uh, two of them, actually, you know, and the funny is three of them have the title last in the name. Ooh. So uh, the first one, uh, and this is this is actually one of my all time, because it's not just an action movie, but it's also a drama, like a very heavy period piece at the same time. I feel like I know where and you're going. that's going to be The Last Samurai. I like that movie. I, it's one of my all time favorite movies. Tom Cruise, Last Samurai. Fantastic movie. Um, like, honestly, I, I rewatch that movie at least once a year. It's like one of my favorite ones. Secondly, I, I really, now this, I enjoy that movie. Yeah. The second two favorite action movies both star Bruce Willis, which is uh, one is Last oh. Man Standing. Oh, with, that's a classic. Yeah, yeah, nineteen twenties mm-hmm. shoot 'em up mobsters. Yeah, it's, it's kind of like it's like it's both a mobster movie and a western at the same time. Yeah, like, I'm pretty sure. Interesting. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it's based on a like an old samurai story. It kind of seems like, and that. he all and like very much down to the fact that like Bruce Willis is the man with no name and, and like, yeah, Christopher Walken and Christopher Walken is in it as well. Fan, wow, fantastic! Wow, did a good job in that. It one. was fantastic. Was I can't do guy. Christopher Walken. Yeah, uh, I can't. Also, um, from 1991, Bruce Willis and Damon Wayans. The Last Boy Scout. I was wondering if you're going to say that besides like The Last Action Hero. No, 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 no. Last Action Hero is silly. I mean, don't get me wrong. It's entertaining. It has its place, but it's a very silly movie. The Um, Last Boy Scout. I haven't watched that in years, man, but that's got Damon Wayans in it. Yeah, it's Bruce Willis and Damon Wayans co-star in that movie. Also had a gunfight in the middle of an NFL game. Like it's crazy. Also Halle Berry, one of her first roles. Like she is like one of her first, it might actually be her first movie now that I think of it. Cool. Um, uh, so yeah, so for that, and then of course I got to go with the, 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 the old classics, the old, uh, period piece standby is both gladiator Gladiator's good. and Braveheart. Like, Braveheart's and I remember good. when you and I first became friends, when we were like 13, 14 Braveheart. years old, we like, we bonded over Braveheart, man. Like we were sitting, that was a big movie that we're year. sitting like next to each other in, uh, in history class talking about Braveheart. Like, you know, like that was, that was just pretty much of, anybody with a Scott, like, not no shout out to the guy at the Renaissance Festival that's trying to correct the guy who sells the kilts on their colors and stuff. It's like, dude, it's from a company, man. Like whatever. He's like, actually, they had a blue stripe in this tart, but that made everybody Scottish for like a year. Oh, absolutely! You know? Like it was crazy. Freedom. Yeah. 
If it's not Scottish as crap. Yeah, Sorry. that was crazy. And the Battle of Sterling, as we've said, and I will admit, mm-hmm. is highly inaccurate oh, dude, to yeah, how absolutely. it really happened. And, 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 and I'm yeah. pretty sure there was they, a bridge involved and all kinds of stuff, but that's not how it went down in the movie at all. It was William just William Wallace like chaos. actually died in one of the first battles, didn't he? No, like didn't I was pretty sure like no, he, he, he died the, he died early on in the revolution, didn't he? Well, he, yeah, Robert the Bruce is the one who actually ended up winning. There's right, and that's how the movie yeah. ended, where it was uh, like it was the legend of William Wallace that w- carried Robert the Bruce into battle, essentially. At indeed, the end. and then then Scottish Scotland got their freedom, right? Right. They and, fought like warrior poets. They fought like Scotsmen, yeah, and they won their line. independence. I'm, I'm pretty sure. I'm I know a lot of up, grown man. men that cried, <laughs> and probably still do. I'm getting kind of choked just quoting that line. I'm like, it's good with a sword, and you know, it's got part of his kilt like on the handle. It's just crazy. Which that actually Wallace's sword is in the Wallace. Uh, there's a Wallace Museum, I think it's, or is it in the Tower of London? It's somewhere overseas. You can go see it, and it's uh, it's pretty interesting stuff. You can you can look it up on YouTube and whatnot. Yeah. And the the Wallace Monument, like they just took pictures of it. I just saw this on like Instagram or something, like in the in the the fog and you know dreary <sighs> thing, and it looks like it's just sticking up out of nowhere behind the trees, and it looks really cool, like a crazy castle. Sorry. Wait, you're trying to talk about Highlander? No, I was no, I was just humming the theme from Braveheart. What do you think about this Henry Cavill Highlander situation? Don't want it. Don't want it. Don't want it. Don't need it. Don't, don't, I'm a huge, you know me, man. I'm a huge Henry Cavill fan. I don't think you, you are. You could, you could, uh, now I don't think you are. You could cast, you could ha- cast Henry Cavill in the next, as Barbie in the next Barbie movie. And I'd be like, yeah, let's go. Let's go see it's Henry Cavill. I don't care. But, I'd but, 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 but I, I don't, no, man. I have this very strict thing. Like, just, just leave the classics alone, dude. Like, well, you we, know, that movie was actually written by like a 13, 14 year old kid. Which, Braveheart? Highlander. Oh, sorry. Like that's why there's no like backstory or anything. It's just like it's it's kind of its own IP, and it came out of nowhere. What? Yeah, we looked at the movies the other night. We we kind of debated watching one, but um, the uh, this is me and Nino just sitting around looking at stuff, and um, we had a conversation about it. He was telling me he's like, yeah, it's like a kid wrote this and shopped it around, and eventually somebody picked it up. Was like, we'll do that, and boom, you got Highlander. You never would have gotten that movie. I wow. Yeah, and it's cool. And then we I, talked I, about the quickening, of course, and you know, we, the and then and then final the, destination, final whatever. There was a bunch of good. Ones. Then there was Highlander Endgame. Yep, and then there was the one where Connor, no Duncan, comes from the TV show. He was in one, The Source. That, well, yeah, but then there was yeah. Well, was the, first they did the crossover where Duncan and Connor met. That was Highlander Endgame, I think. And then the Source came after that. And then oh, it really don't quote it, us on this. It really kind of devolved after that with some really with cool. some really silliness. And then there was Highlander the animated series. There was. That was back in the 90s too. And that was like yeah. a dystopian kind of future kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, something yeah. like that. I, I don't really remember that to be honest, but I, I did watch some of it. Yeah, so I mean all that being said, I mean I'm, I'm excited for New Highlander. I'm excited for Henry Cavill and we're gonna get into him a little bit later. That didn't sound right. Gonna, I was gonna say, <laughs> he's coming you, over. You know, he's <laughs> also in um Immortals, the uh I did know that. That yeah. you, <laughs> I'm so dumb. Like, I was like, man, that movie was you badass. Know, we we're talking about that. And somebody's like, yeah, it's Henry Cavill. Yeah, the, I was like, what? The first thing I ever saw him in was uh, Count of Monte Cristo. And the funny thing was Ooh. when that came out, um, Smallville was still on the air. Somebody and I was huge. Said. I was huge into Smallville. And I was looking at it like, and I had to like look at him. Really, I was like, is that Tom Welling? Like, I thought he was Tom oh, Welling. I could see that. Who yeah. played yeah, Clark Kent on Smallville. But yeah, um, yeah. I, as far as that goes, like, I just... I don't really trust people with remakes anymore. Just leave the classics be and give us some new stuff to get to get excited about. Mm-hmm. Like stop hashing out all the old stuff because you're just gonna mess it up, man. Like if something Maybe. was perfect, my thing is like here, here's here's my take on this, and that's instead of making like new 
I'm sorry, instead of making old remakes and stuff like that, or remakes of old properties, do remakes of old properties that like maybe had a good idea, but just were kind of poorly executed. Like a bad movie. Yeah, like a bad movie that had a good premise and then, you know, kind of, you know, mess it up in the execution a little bit. You know what I mean? Yeah, like like Gandhi and Gone with the Wind and... And uh, no, I'm kidding. Gone like, with the Wind. And uh, and uh, Casablanca. Did Those you? Movies were Gone, Gone with the Wind is still the highest grossing movie of all time. I know, right? When not in when not adjusted for inflation. Right, right. Yeah. Um, no, that's that's. Uh, I'm kidding. Of course, those are those are great movies. But yeah, um, yeah. I, I don't, yeah. That's. I mean, yeah. I could I could see the benefit in that. Yeah. So, anyways, what did you want to get into with this uh, this action list thing? So I'm not on the spot. I'm not going to tell my favorite action movies. Why not? Well, because they're uh, cross genre and stuff. I don't know. We, we can wanna, talk a little bit about it. We but know. I'm staring at number twenty right here, and I do agree with. We have tens of this. listeners that want to know your takes. <laughs> I mean, like I like all the classics, Die Hard and stuff like that. But there's a lot of good, um, like movies that were not as popular that were awesome, like Blind Fury, which is a weird movie, okay. but it's great. Um, sure, Rucker Howard, I think. Um, there's uh, there's the Blood of Heroes, which is another great movie, which I also think Rucker Howard is in from the eighties. There's okay cool things like that that exist that are awesome obviously you know terminators and predator and you know all the commando all the and all, all that kind the of classics. Stuff. i like all that terminator kind of 2 would be up you on know, the list too um but there's a few on here that are on my personal favorite list so i'm gonna i'm gonna let you know this one sure. is uh first one indiana jones and raiders of the lost ark of course the raiders yeah dude, classic what a great freaking film man and uh there's just so many dynamic action scenes you know whether it's the truck he's like under and sliding behind and gets up and f has a whole fight on the truck yeah to steal of course the, arc. Uh, the opening scene of that movie one of the most iconic it, every cartoon ever has done a version of the opening scene of raiders of the lost Ark. of course and I, I mean that's a even the simpsons statement, remember the, the simpsons, simpsons did it that was it. that was that was fantastic dude i'm sure uh uh everything's done it. it's so good uh but i agree that's one of the best raw action films and somebody was just saying that steven spielberg will never be uh never be replicated the just the the, the great no. actors that were in those movies the great stories the time john williams like yeah. you're never gonna have that combo of people to make so basically they're saying there's never going to be a great film like that again and i you know i hope there is but you cannot take away I think, the awesomeness that some of that stuff was. I think that, like, it. due to the um, decline of cinema, we've seen, like... <laughs> the decline of civilization. No, no not that. Well, I mean, so that's another that's another conversation. Those are good movies, too, actually. But, um, but I feel like with the decline of quality of cinema, where everything's just kind of, like, rolling off the cookie-cutter uh, belt line, so to speak, where we're just remaking stuff, I think eventually, and, you know, not anytime soon, like, maybe, maybe, like, 10, 20 years from now, we might start to see, like a resurgence of really great classic movies where like the next Steven Spielberg steps up and the next John Williams Look, steps up to make some great films. But all, it's, I, all I need is a good miniature shop, a few hundred million dollars and I will make this movie. Hey for man, you. let's, yeah. let's make it happen. Let's do it. Hollywood. Call me. Uh, I'm pictures presents. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. All right. What, what else we got? Number 19. They got the dark Knight rises. That's the one with Bane. Yeah. Um, um I mean, not as good yeah. as dark Knight. period, like just dark Knight. Okay. But. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not very familiar with the Bane series. Uh, Bane series. Yeah. The, he the, was in one of the three it's, movies. It's, but the, okay. it's the Bane verse. Okay. Um, Aliens, dude, 1986. Yeah. I can't. I thought. No, but, a, oh, Aliens. Okay. With yeah. A, with it, a yeah. Z. No, okay. with, it, with an S. Um, dude, Sigourney Weaver, one of my favorite action heroes of all time, ironically. Um, Aliens took the first movie and just like. 
I don't know. It's like you put it in a calculator, you times it by 10 and it was that much more awesome. And don't get me wrong. I'm saying, it's, I'm not saying it's more awesome than the first one. The first one was amazing. Um, but that is the quintessential cool action movie as far as I'm concerned. Absolutely. Such a good movie. We got to go. So those are the things that, you know, we've talked about doing uh, narrations on movies and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. We need to go back and just do a long form review on some of these other ones, like yeah. that, which is great. Uh, number 17 is Old Boy from 2003. That movie, I think, is iconic for its hallway its hallway fight scene. Is that the hallway scene? Yeah, yeah I think so. Which, which I feel like... It's uh, like one kind shot. Of, kind of, yeah, it's a one shot thing. And I feel like uh, that's what inspired the Daredevil hallway fight scene. Well, I there mean, was when one that, in when Guardians that, of the Galaxy 3. Uh, one, a single shot hallway scene even. Really? Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I remember like... Um, and that was uh, the scene that really hooked me into the Netflix Daredevil series. And I remember thinking like... God, this reminds me a lot of the old boy fight because it was a one-shot hallway fight where what Daredevil just one shot, took on. It's, it's a seamless shot where one camera films the whole thing yeah. and moves around and kind of Ex- stuff like exactly. that. Exactly. Follows um, the action. And so it was uh, in Old Boy was... Um, <coughs> Way was, better than Shaky Cam. Yeah. O- old Boy was a scene... Have you seen Old Boy? Yeah, years yeah, ago. Yeah. yeah. I mean, but that was like, you know, a one-man fight several oh, men kind of scene. Yeah. Um, and, and so I think that's kind of what made Old Boy. Plus, the, the twist is just really weird and, weird and, and gross. And I'm not doing this just to extend recording time or anything, but I have to say Hard Boiled would be up there, too, with that, mm-hmm. with Chow Yun-Fat and, you know, he plays Tequila. Okay. Like, yeah, that's such another good, crazy, over-the-top action movie, kind of not in the same vein, but different. You know, it's just, that's a shoot 'em up you know. Mm-hmm. Um which was cool. Uh, yeah. That, yeah. Old boy's good. I agree with that. Then mm-hmm. they got 16 Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse, which I did great really movie. love that movie. I don't know if it's one of the greatest action movies of all time, but it is no, a great it's movie. A fu- it's, it's a great fun. movie though. Yeah, for sure. They got Avengers Endgame uh, at 15, which, eh, I mean, I think Avengers Endgame. I don't really put those in. Here's I, the they're, thing. they're all action movies, but like, I don't a- think of them as like Avengers a, Endgame was the culmination of several years of buildup. Mm-hmm. to one big payoff. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Um, and so that's what made that movie. And don't get me wrong, the action scenes in that movie are absolutely amazing too. But for that one, um, you know, Avengers Endgame came out in 2019. Yes. And the first Iron Man was in 2008. So at that point, you had had 11 years of movies building up to this one movie in this huge... And then you had so many plot threads that were being finished off in this last uh in this last movie yeah. and i think that's what made endgame so great like if you just showed endgame to somebody who's never seen a single mcu movie they'll they might watch it be like oh that's all right that was, that was pretty cool but i think it was really just uh, a big love letter to the fans so so in that respect I it's one that. of it is one of the greatest action and that's movies that's why people i mean there's 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 channels on youtube built just for talking about that series of the mcu I yeah mean, it's crazy there's so much you could do with that uh it was really good um, this one I have to agree with. I, I don't agree with the placing of these, but definitely one of the greatest action movies of all time. Maybe not the most action-packed movie. Leon, the professional. I've heard of this movie. Yeah, um, yeah. Natalie it's like Portman's Natalie Portman's first, first movie, yeah. You've never seen The Professional? I've never seen it. Dude, this is like what launched, um, oh my gosh, what's his name? As the ultimate bad guy. That guy. Gary Oldman as like the oh, best really? bad guy ever. Uh, yeah, such a good movie. Um uh, Jean Renault is the uh, the the protagonist of the film, mm-hmm. and uh, he's like a crazy hitman guy. This is what brought all that stuff to the this forefront, is, as far as I this remember. This is definitely like the the genre, the the trope of you have like the badass gunslinger and yeah. the kid, well, and the, he takes the kid under, under his, his wing. Well, he has to. He yeah, has, he has to. Yeah, he's a protector. Maybe, maybe we'll watch that today. Actually, because okay. it, it might be mind boggling. 
bottling to you. Yeah, okay. Um, this is a really, really good film. Um, yeah, Matilda. Matilda. Yeah. Uh, but Leon is great. Number 13, Gladiator. They agree with you. I like okay. Gladiator. Everybody likes Gladiator. That's where Joaquin Phoenix really uh, broke out for me. Um, not that I can remember anything. No, I mean, that was that. that was definitely like his first big like role that people, that we remember him from. And we hated him. And now we hate him more. I mean, I, I, no, I, 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 I hated, I, I loved to hate him in that movie. No, yeah, he, I mean, he, he did an amazing job. Uh, number 12, Harry Carey, which was a great movie, 1962. Hey, if the moon was made of spare ribs, would you eat it? I know I would. I'd polish myself off with a nice cold Budweiser. I think it's a tall, cool Budweiser. What's your favorite planet? Mine's the sun. Uh, yeah, no. Uh, different Harry Carey. Oh, my gosh. That's a great legend that follows a, uh, a, a Ronin as he goes in a local feudal lord and he requests an honorable death by seppuku and all this stuff. And it's a, it's a, it's a classic film on that note. You know, they're redoing Shogun. Really? Yeah. There was Shogun was a miniseries back in the day. Okay. Uh, and now they're redoing it. Looks cool. Good previous. Uh, everybody check that out. That's going to be, I I've got high hopes for that. Um, we won't get too into that. Uh, number 11, seven samurai, 1954. Yep. The, the OG magnificent seven. It is. I mean, how many movies are based directly off this movie? All of them. Well, I mean, we were talking about uh, some episodes back when I reviewed Rebel Moon, and I was remember watching it like, this is just Seven Samurai slash Magnificent Seven. It's the same damn plot. Like, but I mean, but it's very similar. But, yeah. it, but it's a template. You take the template, you apply it to things. It could be a Western, could be Star Wars based, you know, whatever. Like, it's it, it, it's great. It's also like Akira Kurosawa was uh, one of the greatest directors of all time. I, I mean, there I said it. You know, I'm sure he wouldn't disagree, <laughs> uh, but he did things like instead of using slow motion to slow down action scenes, mm -hmm. he used them to slow down moments of like meaning and stuff totally different than people do now, like emotion and stuff he showed. There's like some big, really long cuts of like a dude hiding in the grass and stuff. And you see yeah. the slow motion of like people creeping up and you f it feels the tension vice. Mm -hmm. Um and, the, you know, the standoffs that Samurai's do and stuff like that in those movies, as opposed to the actual combat, right? Because mm -hmm. it was fast, you know, and crazy and brutal. And what a great director. Brutal. What a great film. Mm -hmm. uh, number 10, Terminator 2 Judgment Day. That's definitely on my list. Super man. high on my list. Honestly, and list. it's, it, it's you know, it's because, like, you can make a movie with, like, good action and shoot em ups and stuff like that. And you can watch it and be like, that's a badass action scene. But if you, you really take the time to build these characters and put a lot of emotion behind it, then there's a lot of payoff for those action scenes and their stakes. And you really feel like there's stuff involved. Like I didn't, I didn't think like after you watch, like, you know, it's funny because the first Terminator movie was literally just James Cameron doing a slasher movie. It was, it was a, a sci-fi sci 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 slasher movie, movie yeah. where he basically, he had a dream about a skeletal cyborg chasing him. And that's what inspired Terminator. But in this next movie, um, it was it was more of an action movie. It was definitely like a more of a human piece, and not only that, but like you gave was it more this, human? Than you human? gave this emotionless cyborg so much character in the movie, like you know, and like, and I still say to this day, like one of the greatest cinematic mo moments in history is Arnold, like who had become like a surrogate father to John Connor, like turns to him and says, "I know now why you cry." 
but it's something I could never do. Like as he sacrifices himself for the good of mankind. And I know like somebody yeah. like listening to this is like, that's so fucking cheesy, but like watch the movie, man. Like, and even as he's dying, gives the kid a thumbs up to be like, Hey man, I'm going away, well, but it's going to be okay. Melted, but yeah. his hand. Yeah. It doesn't yeah. Zzz, like, just like, it's going to be okay, kid. You know? <laughs> and, and that's why but then it was not okay because <laughs> no, 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 it was okay inevitable. because that's where the, that no, it wasn't. That's bullshit. That's where the story ends. That is where the story ends. Every other Terminator movie after that. Oh, come on. Is, nope. The story ends there. Yeah, uh, yeah. That's that's <sighs> they they prevented Judgment Day and end of story. And actually, the original deleted scene shows. I'm gonna go ahead and say this. They did a deleted. There was a. There's an alternate ending for Terminator Two, which I choose to believe is the ending for Terminator, where an old Sarah Connor is in the park, and instead of like Judgment Day and everything blowing up, she's watching John push her granddaughter on the swing. Oh, that's cool. And that's, you know, fade to black. Mankind's going to be okay. We move on. Instead of all this, like, Judgment Day is uh, inevitable or like, hey, I'm coming from another future where Skynet was prevented, but this other AI rose up and it's the exact same thing as Skynet. Skynet. And we're going to kill John Connor in the first five uh, minutes yeah. of the movie. And then he comes back as a robot. Don't, Spoilers. That was so, spoilers you know, for Genesis. Terminator, so bad. Uh, Terminator and Terminator 2 are just both such great films, technical issues, um, yeah. that I they were just so good, man. And of course, that was 1992. Arnold's you know, at the the peak of his height, acting wise, uh, Edward Furlong, um, Linda Hamilton, what a great cast. You know, the only thing that, that would have Robert made, Patrick, Robert Patrick, dude, he was awesome. That's where we got in the whole Robert Patrick debate, which got cut from our show about that. He said, Oh yeah. Alan yeah. Richardson is bigger than Arnold was when they filmed yeah. Terminator two, but this is also post his bodybuilding career. Mm-hmm. Most people still picture him in 1975, you know, from pumping iron, but obviously he got a little older by then. Anyway. Um, Number nine is a Star Wars Episode Four: A New Hope. Yeah, yeah, that's a great adventure. I would, ar- movie. I would argue that Empire is better, but it's still a classic. Number eight, Star Wars Episode Five: The Empire Strikes Back. Uh, you know, I go back and forth which movie I like the most because when I was younger, I watched Return of the Jedi. I'd watch some of it before school and then the rest after school when I was like in grade school, and it was really cool. Uh, we had like a remember the clicker when you like recorded movies and you could pause for the commercials and stuff like mm-hmm. VHS. So we had like a copy of it cause we recorded from TV and I used to watch that movie all the time. It was so good. Mm-hmm. So good. Um, but I also watched a lot of empire. So I, I don't know which one I actually like better. Ugh. I don't I mean, know. New they're, Hope they're, or Empire? I mean, I, no, no, Empire Jedi. Like, you know yeah, what? Here's, I, I think I, I, I kind of see the whole original trilogy as an amazing series. As just one, one big long nine hour movie. You know, or, that's a good nine hour or movie. six hour movie. Sorry. Yeah. Well, yeah, edits it's, and all yeah, that stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, you know, it, it's 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 just it's 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 the arcs. Like, which movie had the better arc? For me, it was Empire. Um, you know, a great, great story. Yeah, they great. lost essentially. They, they lost. But, the, remember but the then video they game uh, for SNES, the Super Star Wars theories. Oh, They're like yes. the first time we won, the second time they won. Mm-hmm. The ne- this time, there is no next time. And it's yeah. like you already know what happens, right? This is before the prequels came out, and stuff, sure. so it's like, oh man, I don't know. Good, build good drama for advertisement. Number seven, The Matrix. Yeah, I'll give it. I mean, Matrix did a lot of really cool original things for its time. Nothing about that movie was original, but that's beside the point. Yeah. I will say this. I love that movie. The first Matrix is amazing. It is cool. You know what? I'm going to go out on a limb here. And, and I am I am the only like honest, I, I'm the only person that ever defends 
the entire Matrix trilogy. Uh, I know. They, I mean, everyone's like, Revolution. I'm making a face right now. Yeah. I know. Revolution sucked. You know what? I like all three Matrix movies. And when I say all three, I mean all three. They're entertaining. Not four, because there's no four. All three. Well, there's like a comic no, no. Thing. Did you not know they did another Matrix movie a couple years ago? What are you talking about? Okay, exactly. Yeah. No, I've just made that up just now. Okay. No. Yeah. Um, I, but you know, I really, I mean, does 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 three have some things that I would change personally? Yeah. But that doesn't stop me from enjoying it, man. Like I really, really love. I mean, like everything down to like that that final that final confrontation between Neo and Smith mm-hmm. is still one of my favorites to this day. But Smith was better as a single. Bad guy than fifty thousand Smiths. Agreed, and that's where Matrix kind of screwed up. Well, they screwed up a little bit because if 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 Neo rises in power, Smith has to rise in power to meet him. And instead of making him more powerful, like as a one on one, they like that. Oh, he can make like eighty thousand of himself. It's fine. But he still beat them down. It was all AI too. I I don't know. I mean, it wasn't. It was just bad. It wasn't AI. It was bad CGI. But first. Yeah, sorry, CGI, not AI. The mm. first Matrix to me was a revolution. Like, that was a great movie. And mm. there's there's tropes straight out of Shadowrun. I've said that before and other sure. other, other. I mean, the, the, idea, the idea itself wasn't entirely original, but this was the first one where this idea, like, actually made it into the mainstream. Did they rip off of stuff? Yeah, but did, George, cool movie. But did George Lucas rip off a lot of things for Star Wars? No, never. <laughs> Westerns, samurai movies, World War II movies, and Dune. That's that's where yeah, that's Tatooine where was literally based off the planet from. Dune, that's yeah. where your that's where your Star Wars comes from. Yeah. So I mean, like in an old samurai film called the Secret Castle, the Hidden Castle. Yeah, that's yeah. where R two D two and C three P are well, straight there, out. Well, yeah. there you go. So yeah, I mean, like you know, everything comes from something, man. Yeah, I, I get that, and um, I'm not I'm not knocking it. I I love that movie. Like the fight scenes are great. Everything's great. Mm-hmm. It's all great. Mm-hmm. Um, number six, they say Spider Man across the Spider Verse. Uh, another movie I really enjoyed. I like, I like those two movies. I think they're great. Yeah. I, I want some live action miles Morales at some point. Uh, I'm good. I feel with like that. we'll get it eventually. Now these I disagree with not because they're bad, just because I'm not as into them as everybody else is. Number five, Lord of the Rings, the two towers. Cool. Um, I really, really liked, uh, the Lord of the Rings trilogy. Number four, the Lord of the Rings, the fellowship of the ring. Mm, I mean, it's fine. Number three, inception. It's not an action movie, really. There's action scenes. Morty, Morty, it's, we gotta accept him. Yeah, <laughs> that's my favorite part about Inception is the Rick and Morty episode. <laughs> no, I, Inception. I mean, like I, I saw it, I saw it once and said, "Yeah, really cool." Yeah, never, I never, cool. never watched it again. Yeah, um, I mean, like I'm surprised there's no. Um, I mean, but like, the, what's that spy movie I don't like with uh, Matt 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 Damon, Damon. the the Born, Jason Bourne movies? Yeah, I, I'm not into those as much as I because I'm a James Bond fan. So maybe it was like a. He's yeah. the American James Bond. I guess. The American James Bond is uh is actually the CIA guy from the James Bond movies though. His friend. Okay. They, they see him in anyway. Number two, Lord of the Rings Return of the King. Yeah. And then number one, they got the Dark Knight on here. Okay. I mean, I'm, kind of I'm a cool weird obviously this list is biased to uh Batman and Lord of the Rings trilogies, which Greatest action movies of all time. I don't. I don't agree with this list. Like I said, but there's some good movies on this list, and it was worth discussing. Okay. Yeah. And this. Oh, Coll- this is on Collider. I'm sorry, not IMD. Oh, well, okay. The article's on Collider, but it's ranked according to IMDb. Okay. There we go. Yeah. So that's that's kind of a little fun thing. Okay. 
cool. Yeah. Yeah, it's not a bad it's not a bad list, man. I dig it. Mm, yeah. I mean, there's things would I do stuff differently? Yeah, but you know, it's not my list. We should make a a definitive list. I feel like it would slide around though. Cause like somebody be like, what about this movie? You're like, oh yeah, yeah. Like, I yeah. mean, there's 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 a lot of them that I'm probably just not even thinking of right now. There's a million you know? good mm-hmm. movies out there. Um, Absolutely, yeah, for sure. Uh, all right, well, yeah, well, the, oh yeah. Do you, so, uh, yeah. Do you got a do you got a review for us today? I got some. We're gonna talk about this in a, in a in a and we'll just conceptually talk about this movie. Yeah, I went and saw the movie Argyle. Okay. Oh uh, yeah, Henry Cavill. <laughs> that's that's what that's your takeaway uh i that's i know he's in it so let me give you the uh, synopsis here a reclusive author who writes espionage novels about a secret agent and a global spy syndicate realizes the plot of the new book she's writing starts to mirror real world events Ooh. in real time Ooh. yeah so this was directed by matthew vaughn written by jason fuchs uh and it stars i'm just gonna name a few because there's actually quite a few people in this movie you got Henry Cavill, you got Sam Rockwell, you got Bryce Dallas Howard, mm-hmm. Howard, sorry, Ron Howard's daughter, mm-hmm. uh, Brian Cranston from Malcolm in the Middle and Breaking Bad, mm-hmm. and John Cena. Um, there's it's a million John other Cena. great actors in here. But so the takeaway from this movie is that it is part, spoilers ahead, a little bit, it's part of the Kingsman universe. Okay. Have you watched The King's Man and The King's mm-hmm. Men? I have not. What? I know I know there's like a whole series of movies about this. So spy movies that are kind of over the top crazy. When you go watch this movie, suspend all disbelief on reality and how it functions as we know it. Mm-hmm. So this lady's writing these books, right? And uh she's she's signing like in Colorado or something and everybody's like, "Oh yeah, how do you how do you get it so accurate? How do you do this? How do you do that?" And uh you know, Basically, she's like prophetic and she's writing spy novels that keep coming true. So now like all the spy organizations are looking for her to get the information. Like even, oh man, how do I say this? I don't want to give too much. Because, I mean, this movie's brand new. I just saw this weekend. It just came out. Mm-hmm. Um, people in, want her to keep writing because they want to know what happens, right? Mm-hmm. And there's some big plot twists. Samuel L. Jackson's also in it. Um, okay. There's uh, there's some cool stuff like that. There's a cat, you know, for yeah. all those cat people Black out there. Magic. Uh, there's, there's a little magic in it, but it's different. Um, so this is part of the Kingsman universe and those things are so over the top, like matrix level combat, real crazy wildness. He doesn't actually say that. Yeah. Oh, all right. I'm sorry. I won't interrupt. Another your, one of my favorite. I won't interrupt. I wouldn't, I wouldn't call Pulp Fiction action movie, but another one of my favorite movies. So yeah, most definitely, you know, normal. So I say the directing and writing on this movie is pretty good. Mm-hmm. I didn't know it was part of the Kingsman universe until after the movie when somebody's like, that's the guy from the Kingsman. Oh, okay. And then they, like, all, they tie all, it all together. All connected. Yeah. There's, there's the one spoiler I'll give it. So it's part of the, the, the King's verse or whatever you want to mm-hmm. call it. Right. It's part of the Beatle verse. Uh, we didn't get into that yet. Um, dude, sound was great. Yeah. The action was great. Mm-hmm. Uh, pacing was pretty good. There's a couple down moments. The one, the couple things that I would do, but but like I said, suspend all belief in reality. Yeah, is of that course. there were some some moments like I've noticed the same um, prop for for flashbangs and hand grenades keeps getting used, and they do what they want for the plot as opposed to like what the real ones do and stuff, which is kind of interesting. Right, um, right. There's a lot of tech in there, not James Bond level tech, just different kind of takes on that um but the big thing is is uh, uh maybe i just like everything's good sounds good acting's good everything's everything's great believability 
is a one star for me or a half star or whatever. whatever a little the low too far is. fetched it's, for you. It was so far fetched. And I love spy stuff. I love action, you know, and it's just kind of like, this is so cheesy. Uh, but it was entertaining. Um, Henry Cavill, mm-hmm. don't put the man's name on the damn movie if he's not going to be in it as uh, much as I want to be. I hate that, right? Or that was almost like not executive decision. Is that the movie where where Steven Seagal was in it and then he dies in the first thirty seconds and then it's like, wait a second, I thought this was a Steven Seagal movie. They advertise it as Steven Seagal movie. Uh, not in yeah, it. he's not. Yeah, yeah. So they use, you, we'll, we'll use your name to sell the movie, but you're not really going to be in the movie. I wanted more John Cena and Henry Cavill because they were funny, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I get the whole it works in the story thing, but that could have been good. Maybe the budget was too low. Couldn't get it. Now that you mentioned, I kind of want a John Cena Henry Cavill buddy cop movie. Can we make that happen? Anything they do would probably be pretty awesome. This was awesome. Like the you know, two of them together were badass. They're speculating like ten years you'll just be able to like hop on your computer and go to and go to an AI and like punch in this. and punch in like I want a John Cena Henry Cavill. Buddy cop comedy, click enter, <laughs> and within like minutes, you, you have an hour and a half long movie on it, which which sounds great in theory, but I am wholeheartedly against that. It's not them. Yeah, I want I want the real people. I think that's cool. Um, yeah, and Henry Cavill's like costuming is a little funny in it. He's wearing like one of the uh, the the collarless suits where it's just like a little collar right here. Like, oh, the bandit collar. Yeah, uh, it's kind of from weird. the nineties, and I'm like, uh, yeah, that's not my. That's not my. It's just not my style, right? And it's like green suede or something. It's like weird. <laughs> um, John Cena's wearing a Hawaiian shirt and stuff. It's pretty funny. Um, the, there's there's the the star of the movie to me isn't believable as an action star. So it's kind of I don't know. To me, it's all a little weird, but it is very good, very entertaining. I, I give it a thumbs up. I say go see it, especially if you're in a Kingsman. If you're in a Kingsman and you know the whole thing, you're probably going to freaking love it because it fits right in there. Yeah. Um, if you're not and you watch as a standalone like I did, I was kind of like, what is going on here? This mm-hmm. is an interesting one and done. But, you know, I also watched The Beekeeper right after that. Mm-hmm. And then, um, you know, I watched Guardians of the Galaxy 3 last week again. And uh, what else did I see? I just watched Eternals, which we're going to talk about with Charles in a couple of weeks when he gets back. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I've seen a bunch of stuff recently. Watch all uh, uh, Percy Jackson. So like my mind is kind of like all over the place when it comes to like some of it's probably melding together yeah. a little bit. You know, when you watch too much stuff in in, in a row, um, and then you're you know you're also old and your brain doesn't work as well. Yeah. But no, brain don't work so no good no more. <laughs> um, but no, it was cool, man. It was a lot of fun. I got to go see it. I went I went with our friends Kenny and Amanda. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're always fun to go to a movie with. And they were super into Amanda, it. who's been on the show. Yep. Yep. Kenny hasn't been on the show yet, but maybe one day. Maybe one day. Maybe one day. But yeah, it was cool. Go check it out. Um, I know that's not really a review. If it's per your se. thing. It's just a synopsis and and who's in it. Um, yeah, you gave but everything's good. Sound, all that good stuff. It's good. It's entertaining as heck. Um, it's just not the most. But my favorite scene, I, I will say this, is they do a thing with smoke bombs Okay. Uh, and uh, in the military, you got like a smoke grenade. You throw it, and it it doesn't blow up. It just spits Smokes smoke stuff, out. Right? Yeah, like, of it's course. like you know, like now they make them. You can buy them for like gender reveal parties and get green and blue and pink and all this stuff, right? And it's cool. But they have this whole thing where they're like holding them and dancing them. Now I've tried to do that. Uh, uh, disclaimer: They get hot real fast. Yeah. So you can't hold on to them. Actually, in Apocalypse Now, where he busts like the purple smoke and he's like, "Ooh, hot potato!" Whoosh, and like throws it. Yeah, that's pretty accurate because the thing heats up to like a bazillion degrees, right? Right, right. Head. So, but they have one where they're kind of dance fighting and they're like making like these smoke dance things. fighting. But the cool thing is they use every smoke and they're all like real 
colors like these things exist but it's just so over the top and funny as hell like that was that was that was great like there's some scenes in there that were really really good the accent's really cool you know when they figure out like the writing style of the lady and they're like there's no way the spy wouldn't do this mm-hmm. it's clearly mm-hmm. a, a, a giant pad to land on aim for the bushes you know right, like right. kind of thing and like so there's a lot of funny stuff and she yeah. carries a cat it's around a randomly and it's it's like yeah it's silly the cat's kind of got some funny things in it and yeah i thought it was i i looked up somebody's like hey let's go see argyle let's go see argyle and i was like the cat movie like <laughs> i thought it was gonna be like a like a not howard the duck but like a homeward bound type movie oh yeah yeah, then i watched the preview i was like all right i'll go watch this yeah okay yeah so i went in knowing nothing i don't really know the king's men series so it's good one would argue that you still know nothing i i I know nothing (laughs) nor do john snow yeah (laughs) john speaking of which john snow was in uh he was in the eternals he was in the eternals correct he became black knight yeah that's pretty cool spoilers and then spoilers that's blade talking to him at the end of the movies like you want to touch that yeah, that's sh- or whatever he says. Yeah, there's that. Yeah, dude, I freaking love. We watched Blade the other night. The the OG Blade, the best Blade ever with Wesley Snipes. The Blade, it's a great movie. It's canonical. That's, it is. It, well, mm-hmm. not in the MCU, but will be soon. Not that Blade, but a new Blade. No, I think it. I think it. I think they're counting it. Not the Wesley Snipes Blade. <laughs> yes, they have to count it. It's too good. Don't do that to me, Marvel. Don't do that to me. That's such a good movie. Don't you put that voodoo that on me, Ricky Bobby. Is the best soundtrack. There's so many good songs. In that. Yeah, yeah. I had that soundtrack. It's great. That I remember somebody had the Spawn soundtrack too, which I, I watched a bunch of. I had the Spawn soundtrack, sir. Old that was an amazing. You had some. You had some corn on there. Mm-hmm. You had some sneaker pimps filter. Um, I don't probably know. stabbing westward, or stabbing something westward. Like that yep, there. stabbing yeah. westward. Gosh, man, we're old. Yeah. <laughs> we're so old. Uh, those are good. I was gonna say, there's no, there's no like Gen Z kids that are listening to our podcast. But if they were, they'd be like, "What the fuck what are they the talking spawn about?" You speak of actually you know, stabbing <coughs> what? <laughs> we won't get into Seth MacFarlane's. Um, stuff but uh spawn beat was was his best-selling comic back in the 90s actually became the best-selling comic of the year pretty recently actually again. yeah i saw that yesterday when i was looking for news something about uh, cool. seth mcfarlane spawn um yeah man the, like that that might actually be making a comeback dude spawn's awesome yeah for sure he's kind of like a combination of characters yeah and family and the voice of spawn for the hbo series keith david yeah that's a fact <laughs> and that was the hbo that was very adult Mm-hmm. Right. Oh, it yeah. was extremely yeah. way more adult. Spawn's than the a movie. darker character than a lot of other. Comics. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Man. And that was done by was that done by Image? Uh, was, Image yeah. Comics. Yeah, okay. that yeah. was after. So, so Todd McFarlane did. He uh, designed him while he was working. He, well, for he Marvel, did Spider Man right? for a lot of years. He did. Yeah, uh, like he's Web the, of Spider Man. The reason Spider Man's web is multiple strands. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. he did that for a lot of years. And when he finally broke away from Marvel, uh, went over to Image. And the thing about Image, uh, like if Comic Man was here, he could tell us a lot more but about it. But we talked. But they were like, if you create a character, you own that character. Mm-hmm. As opposed to Marvel being like, all right, thanks for that. It's ours now. We can do whatever we want to with it. You know yeah. what I mean? So that was the cool thing about Image Comics was they allow you to retain the rights of the characters you create. Was it Lifefield that everybody had issues with? Charles and uh, Nino? I think, I think so, so, yeah. We, we've come to a conclusion. We think he thinks Nino is a different person. But um, sorry to talk <laughs> about you guys when you're not on the show. Um, but uh, yeah, so Rob, Rob actually went over to Image with... Seth MacFarlane, and then they had a falling out. And now they're they're cool again, I guess. Yeah. At some point, I watched a whole like history of these people the other day. It was kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, for sure, man, for sure. Well, unfortunately, uh, Comic Man is dead for the time being. He's not dead. He's just he's, in stasis. He's in yeah, but I mean, but as is the comic book way, 
he will be resurrected soon, you know, when, the, the, when it's time to when it's time for him to come back. We've killed him off the show too many times. Yeah, we've killed the thing is the third time we've killed off Comic Man. But no, but Comic Man's on uh he's on a little hiatus right now. He's got a lot of stuff going on with uh home yeah. and family. Nothing bad. Good stuff. All good, good things. Stuff. Yeah, yeah, he's working. All good things. Uh, you know, uh, my man loves to uh aside from being not only a uh, very accomplished uh writer political analyst and uh, comic book aficionado he's also the uh he's also the coach of his daughter's little league team and uh it's not, you know, i think it's 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 high school it's not little league oh yeah, yeah. gosh yeah she's in high school yeah. now gosh where's the time go pretty yeah. soon he's gonna be putting people into college and they're gonna dominate the sport <laughs> <laughs> yeah no yeah but, he's yeah. out there coaching the uh baseball's uh the, what, the american i can't time, believe man. i said little league i knew damn well she's in high school sorry I, charles if you're listening i'm sorry man but uh, yeah, but yeah, we'll have him back here in a couple of weeks, yeah. and uh, we look forward to that. So, uh, no comic man this week, but we do have, but we do have some mysterious things to get into. Because sometimes, sometimes Keith, the world gets a little mysterious, and when that happens, we're gonna put on our tinfoil hats and dive into it. Are we tinfoiling this week? Uh, we might, maybe a little bit. I mean, mm. it's, I mean, a mysterious world always requires a little bit of tinfoil hat, right? Yeah, like, good point. Yeah, so. You, you cut me off. Now I got to think. Oh, yeah. But sometimes, Keith, the world gets a little mysterious. And when that happens, we go to. Mysterious world. Mysterious world where we dive into the world of the mysterious. Sorry. <laughs> I'm only saying that because we have a real ghost experience. I have week. a real ghost experience to talk about. So. I, I say we, it's really you. But. So as uh, some episodes back, like we did an entire mysterious world segment on the seven sisters in, in Ocala, Florida, where uh, my, my girlfriend, yep. God bless her decided um she well okay so like listen man <laughs> it's like not god rest her soul like no god no. bless her uh, so you know and, and so we went up to uh she's a great person. So, well and just for reference like so last year last about this time last year we went up to savannah and we stayed in not mm. one but two allegedly haunted haunted bed and breakfast like she she lives for this stuff man anytime like the place is haunted she's like let's let's go let's go let's go to this haunted place like there's one place we stayed in, in savannah that was a uh, that used to be a funeral home uh in savannah and you know interesting we, choice how they clean that up uh, it, you can do it pretty easily lots of bleach uh so there's two uh, two places and actually in the second place i even asked because uh, the second place was supposed supposedly haunted with the ghost of a little girl who died there like you know way back in the late 1800s or whatever and okay. i asked the staff i was like has anybody ever seen this girl and like one of the staff members was like she was like i've never actually seen her but i hear her laughing and running around at night yeah and stuff. i remember you saying that yeah. yeah so uh so we went to go stay this, I, hear, I hear laughing yeah sometimes she it's jump a ropes. television commercial sometimes she turns the tv on um yeah, yeah but uh so we went to the stay at the seven sisters inn in uh ocala florida which is uh allegedly one of the most haunted uh, bed and breakfasts in Florida. Now this place opened up just like a little, uh, just like a, a refresher, if you will, on this place. Uh, so this place was uh, originally owned by a man named Charles Reinhauer in Ocala, Florida. He was also the uh, the former uh, mayor of Ocala, Florida. So he cool. he actually lived in this place. We were walking distance away from downtown. It was really is it nice. Big downtown there? I don't, no, not, it's not big, but it's nice. 
Okay. Yeah, it's a nice like we. Oh, Cal is a town in the middle of the state. Yeah, so right? it's 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 about like so it's about like, forty five minutes north of Orlando. Is I there think. is there is that where like the river comes in and stuff? Yeah, There's Silver like Springs. We, yeah, we went to Silver. Oh, Silver Springs, yeah, cool. we went to Silver Springs and we actually uh, kayaked with uh, crocodiles and manatee there and everything. It was really cool. Uh, He's shaking his uh, head. I'm good. Yeah. No, honestly, no, honestly, uh, for the crocodiles, and we'll get to the ghost stuff in this a second. This whole alligator crocodile being benevolent you know thing—I don't believe it. Well, you know what? I said I, I said the same thing, but like when we saw all the crocodiles and stuff, because there was a bunch of them out there that we saw. Like, right. and, and there, but there were so many people kayaking in the same space with the gators. Like, the gators are like they're so used to people; they don't even pay you any attention, Dude, man. Like, they're like whatever. Be faster than just, the slowest one. Just like. Yeah, they're like the gator, like with the and like in our and our guide even told us they're like you're gonna see a lot of gators out there. You know, just maintain a respectful distance. They don't care that you're there. And like, and we got like a bunch of pictures of them. Like we were kayaking right. They're totally unbothered by your you presence, know, man. We have safaris come through here all the time. The lions rarely attack people. <laughs> just just pay them. Nothing mind. here could possibly go wrong. <laughs> I mean, did I say possibly? <laughs> I meant possibly. That's uh, that's the first thing that ever went wrong. Someone's like, so, my arm got bit off. Um, yeah, and then we did some zip lining, which was a lot of fun. But anyways, but you you don't want to hear me talk about everything else. Like people want to hear like the ghost story. So, um, yeah. So this uh, this home uh, first opened in 1895. Uh, Charles Reinhauer and his wife lived there, and this is beautiful Victorian house. Uh, it's got a it's it's got a great downstairs area, four rooms to rent upstairs. Cool. And uh, you know, Sharice and I rented out um, the Paris room upstairs, and it was really ah. cool. So and this is a changed hands uh, ownership over the years, and this uh, the guy that um, owns it, and he's uh, he bought the place in 2021, so he's been the owner there for about three years. Um, so this place is apparently haunted with uh, friendly spirits and um, benevolent. Yeah, yeah, benevolent? no, seriously, yeah, and then also uh, the the spirits of uh, children are meant to like reside this here. Is so it's creepy. A, yeah, so uh, so we stay there two nights. And uh, so here we go. This is this is this is this is what this is what happened to us there. So um, <laughs> and you're so mad when I told you this because you're like you didn't get up, dude. I'm gonna I don't, so, just let me heckle you in my own time. No, no. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, on our first night, so we had two different. I had two different uh, occurrences happen here. Um, the first night, and this was you know we were we were well asleep. It's about four thirty in the morning. And Sharice shakes, she shakes me awake, and she's like, "I hear something." And I, I was like, "Dude, at four thirty in the morning, I ain't waking." If it could be the apocalypse, you could tell me like, "Hey, man, there's an asteroid coming in," and I would be great. I'll sleep when I'm dead, and I'm about to be dead. So cool. But uh, I was just like, no, nope, not having it. I'm nope. like, unless unless there's see, a physical ghost that I can see in the room. This is where I, I call BS, man. Like I, after on, all on my this, story. You literally have been going. Do to you these want to call in Sharice right now? Seeking out <laughs> new life. No, no, Sharice was seeking this from out. Beyond the, either way, you've I been wasn't a part of this, this journey. Shit out. Uh, you've been a part of this journey the whole time, and then she wakes you up and says, "Yo, basically ghost alert," and you're like, "That's nice." I'm going to go back to bed. Like that makes no sense to me. Like you'd have been like, I, I would have been like, Whoa, cool. Like this is literally, like, I was, I was loaded up on melatonin, man. It's like, show material. It's everything, man. And you just went back to sleep. So I don't get it. Can I Why tell would you Chewbacca can live I, with a bunch of Ewoks? <laughs> can I tell you, sense. can I tell you? So this is from Charisse's. So Charisse, 
if you're listening to this, uh, you, you will listen to this. You can kick me for, um, she actually already has. So I can't believe you didn't wake up. I know, right? I agree <laughs> with her. I'm sorry. I yeah. totally agree with her. So this is, this is what happened. So about 4.30 in the morning, Sharice is woken up um, by her side of the bed, uh, by the nightstand. There is, there's like a whispering sound like, but it gets it gets louder and louder until it's enough to wake her up. Okay. And when she wakes up, like she she starts like listening until she hears the sound of children giggling and laughing. Yeah, like 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 little gnomes or whatever. And that's when she woke. She tried to wake me up, and I was like, "Nope, not having it." Rolled over, went back to sleep. I'm and, shaking my head. <laughs> Keith shakes head in disappointment. Um, and, and she gets up, and then she could hear this sound moving from the nightstand down to the side of the bed down by the door and so like she gets up and she starts following the sound of these whispers and these giggles and and then it moves all the way to the other side of the room where like the giggling like the whispering giggling got louder and louder and louder oh man until she finally just until it finally just like fell off like it stopped. Okay. And then the next morning she's like, Why didn't you wake up? There was sounds like there was there was whispers coming from inside the room in here, whispering and laughing, and you didn't even wake up. And I was like, Wow, that's that's wild. You know, and I texted my parents immediately. I was like, Hey, Cherise finally had her ghost encounter. You know, that's that's crazy. Mind you, mm-hmm. mind you, the ghost guy that we called into the show, yeah, had a very similar experience in the lighthouse. Yeah. And he, you know, he was like, I'm a cop. I look for the speakers. This is, they're trying to get me, right? Like, did you guys do any of that? But if it's, no, but here's the thing, though. If it's speakers, if it's speakers in the room. Surround sound. It wouldn't have moved. No, I know. That's what I'm saying. Like, so, like, obviously she did a little pre- pre- preliminary investigation there. Yeah. Like, did you guys look for any of that in the morning? Like, yeah, is there no, a weird, looked, is no, there two around. Alexas and they just No, there's, there's nothing, there's nothing in the room, man. Oh, man. So... I was just like, oh, wow, that's really cool. That'll be something really fun to talk about, you know? And then, but, okay. but the story doesn't end there. So we got back, we, you know, we did our full day of kayaking and ziplining and stuff. The next night, we get back to the room. And I love how you just like, you think nothing of this. You're like, yeah, we just slept with a bunch of ghosts. No big deal. I, you know, Let's I, go kayaking. I never really felt like in danger or anything at okay. this point. Like, like I said, friendly spirits, man. Casper. Yeah. So, uh, you know, the next night and then we got back, we, we went out, walk, uh, we went out walking, we went to, we walked in downtown. Uh, you know, we went out to a speakeasy, we had a couple of drinks in us and, I, and cool. before we, but before we went to bed, I went and I, uh, I found like one of those paid ghost apps, the, the, like the, the ghost locator apps. And I know that's a bunch of silliness. Like, you know, it, you say that could be anything, whatever, but it's like one of those, like, EMP readers. Like I was not even aware a, this was a thing you can put oh, on yeah, your phone. Oh, yeah. Oh, you can absolutely put them on your phone. Yeah. Oh. So it's supposed to like pick up the, you know, EMP signals and stuff. So like they test it and they always say like keep it away from electronics because electronics will set it off too. So I checked an electronic. Beep, beep. You're rolling your eyes at me right now, you uh, son of a bitch. I'm rolling my eyes at the app. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, it could be silliness, but, uh, you know, I messed with it a little bit. I was just like, hey, you know, anybody over here? Anybody over here? Nothing. And I finally said out loud, I was just like, is somebody in the room with us now? And the whole thing like immediately went beep, 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 Now, hold on. Hold on. Wait a minute. Wait a minute, though. And <laughs> now, now, honestly, I wouldn't even bring that up. I wouldn't even bring that up if not for this. Here's what happened. I would, like, you know, we uh, we were like, I was just like, oh, that's interesting. That's fun. Didn't think anything of it. 
shut out the ghost app. That's fine. All right, let's go to sleep. We go to sleep. And, you know, whole night through, nothing that I know of really happened. But this is like the next morning, early, early hours of the morning. Like, you know, sun, yeah, had, sun had just started to come up. It was probably, oh. probably coming up from around 6 a.m. And, uh, you know, we're, we're laying there in bed. Sharice has her head on my chest. So I know, like, I know she's not moving. Because if she moved, I'd feel her move, right? Yeah, that makes um, sense, I guess. Yeah, so we're laying there. I'm, I'm, I'm already awake. You know, I'm just kind of like laying there, <coughs> wait, waiting to start my day around 6 a.m., you know, waiting for her to get up. And uh, at a certain point, the entire bed just jolts. Like the bed moves. Like somebody stood at the foot of the bed and gave it a shove. Whoa. And I was immediately like, what the hell? Because I know she didn't move. Like yeah. she's like she's physically next to me. I can feel. I could feel she moved. And uh, just to make sure, I woke I her up. I can feel it. I was like, Sharice. I was like, Sharice, did you just move? And she's like, what? I was like, did you just move? She's like, no. I was like, all right. Well, the bed moved, and I know I didn't move. So that's pretty crazy, dude. House settling? Question mark. What's that? House settling. House settling. Like, could it be the house no, settling? No, no, man. That's a, if your bed moved, that's bigger than. No, it was like it was like somebody came up at the and like end. like put their knee against it and like pushed it. it was, or yeah, somebody shoved the bed because it was like a real quick jolt. Like the Ooh. whole bed jerk. Big cat, big rat. <laughs> I don't think I don't think so. Okay, so that's. <laughs> I mean, so I I know like the, the ghost DMP thing is is really silly. Yeah, and I wouldn't even bring that up if the other stuff you didn't did. happen though. Um, but yeah, that's kind of wild, man. Like, so that was, uh, that was our experience at, uh, seven sisters Inn in Ocala, Florida, man. And it just, so your bed got jolted. What I, do you, what do you feel about this? What does he feel in the aftermath? I didn't this? feel like, honestly, I, I know I was like, I don't want it. I don't want Did it to scare you a little bit at the time. No, not at all. Not even like, just like, Oh, I just I, like, a, you know, like a fall. It, it was, ju- it was just, it was really just more of a, like, I want to investigate this more. You know Ooh, what I mean? Would it, you like to know more? I would like to know more. So, uh, you know, if you go online, like you can see a bunch of uh, testimonies from people who've stayed in this place and they all say the same thing. Like, Did they say the bed move? Uh, no, I don't think I saw that. Okay. But they're like, you know, we heard the sounds of children. We heard whispering. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, there's lots and lots of tales. There, there's one There's one guy that wrote in a thing that I read about like the woman with rotted flesh. And I talked about that. It's like basically like right out of The Shining. Okay. Uh, which uh, everybody's like, that's total bullshit. Artistic you know? license. Yeah, exactly. But, um, but yeah, at no point, not only did I not feel threatened by that, but I would be perfectly willing to go back and stay at this place again, huh. um, because like I like I said, I didn't feel I didn't feel like there was any sort of malevolence. We should there. get a bunch of people to go because then should. everybody would start pranking each other on top of it. <laughs> it got weird. It got weird. Let's get weird. No, but no, it was um, it was a pretty cool experience. Uh, well, the the one thing, and like even Sharice was kind of cool, and, and and I thought like for Sharice, for her, that would be like she'd be like, all right, I've had my ghost experience. I'm good, but her, her, but now she's like, let's go stay at more haunted places. So I'm like, oh Why? man, let's just keep tempting the fates. I yeah, no comment. I I don't know what to say about that. <laughs> um, I mean, I, like I, I don't know, like I'm, I'm I'm a skeptic, and I'm still a skeptic to I this like, day. You know <laughs> what I mean? I like turtles. I do like turtles. Still a skeptic to this day, but uh, you know, in in terms of. Uh, Hey, I experienced this and it was kind of cool. I I still feel that way. Like I, okay. I didn't feel I didn't feel afraid at any point. So you're this is an interesting reaction that we have to record because um 
some people get scared. Some people get happy. Some people, like you're saying, there's, there's a, there's a rash of feelings you feel here, but you don't seem to be too no, I wasn't bothered shaken. or affected or afflicted by this situation that you experienced. No, I wasn't, uh, wasn't shaken up at all. Not even a little bit. Hmm. So that's kind of cool, man. Like what well, you, we, we, we did a little bit of legend tripping and that was fun. Uh, yeah. And on legend tripping, I think that's a, that's a great subject. Uh, yeah. So what is legend? If, tripping? if we have time to talk about it, yeah, we I got, mean, we got plenty of time, man. Well, so if anybody's familiar with Legend Trivia, that's basically what you guys are doing on like yeah. a mass scale because you go everywhere. Um, now, I, I found this stuff on accident, uh, the, t- the term Legend Tripping, um, but I think we've all done something like this back in the day. Uh, this is considered Legend Tripping. is a It's an adolescent practice uh, of sometimes nocturnal pilgrimages uh, to a site which is supposed to have been a local legend, like a supernatural event, like you're saying this place was haunted, uh, or tragic or horrific, yeah. or a haunted place. So um, I think a lot of small towns have this occurrence, whether it's uh, going through the spooky tunnel, you yeah. know, like a, like a drainage tunnel, like somebody's like, can you walk to the other side? No kids ever come back. But then all the kids do it and they're like, yeah, oh, that course. was crazy. And they get all well, they I mean, goosebumps and stuff. I think like one of the first examples that we all, we've all experienced from legend tripping is of course, Bloody Mary, right? Like there you go. That's, that's a good example. That's the first right? one. Like, you know, you go to a, you're like 13 years old, 12 years old. You go to a party with your friends and they're like, all right, do you, you know have, about Bloody Mary? You have to go in the bathroom and turn off the lights and call for Bloody Mary. Uh, I can't do it. You, you have not going to do it. You have to like light a candle or whatever. What? This and, is getting weird. Yeah, do you remember this shit? I do remember yeah. this stuff. I mean, and so like you go to a party, like you have to light a candle. You have to spin around, and th- and that's kind of the thing. Like you spin around like ten times spin and around. call Bloody Mary, and then of course you look at your own face in the in the in the dim light after having spun around 10 times while saying bloody mary's name and of course like your vision's a little bit disoriented because you've been spinning and it's I never dim heard about light or whatever this is news to me oh yeah that's what that's what i used to say like uh, that's what i used to hear like you would go in there and you'd have to spin and call for bloody mary and then look in the mirror <laughs> and then like oh my god she's here you know or or, or even like you know your your oh, own mind plays tricks on you you know what i mean mine's playing tricks on me or and then like one of your friends like bang on the door or something and like, ah, I'll give you a scare. Like, yeah. You run out and ah, I saw yeah. it. I saw it. Yeah. But I mean, but a lot of times, so that's, that's like a big urban legend that everybody talks about and stuff. But, and then there's a lot of localized urban legends. So I'll, I'll tell you another one. Everything, that, that every we, small town's got like a localized we, legend. We participated in without even knowing it. Which so, so you and I were kids back in the day. Once so, you know, time. and as, and as I've said on the show for many years, Keith and I have been friends for like 30 years, like since we were kids. Yeah. And, uh, we went, uh, camping out on a certain oh, yeah, island. We used to go camping. Yeah, yeah. So like my dad would like lend me his old little, uh, fishing boat with his little like electric motor on it. No, no, that was after me. Oh, uh, okay. I, we never had a motor. We had a, a canoe. Oh, that's right. We had the canoe. Yeah, that's right. That was when, after when it was cold. Like, yep. Yeah, that sucked. We would always go on the coldest night of the year for some reason. Yeah. It just ended up being We're in South which Florida, isn't man. super cold. It's in the 40s or whatever, you know, uh, at night, not during the day. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, so it was always miserable coming back in the morning. But uh, so we went out there and my dad and my dad would. So we went we went camping out on this island, like me, you and another one of our friends and no, two of our friends. Went out yeah, on this yeah. little island. Some of our friends, yeah. And my dad was like, "You got to look out for barbecue, the ghost of barbecue Charlie." And we're like, "What the hell?" And I and it's oh, like, "Oh man, I maybe I remember this." Me being like thirteen years old, I was just like, "Yeah, yeah, Dad, barbecue Charlie." Like you know, because when you barbecue get a certain Charlie. age, you're like, "Oh, Dad's messing with me. He's trying to scare me." You know, whatever. Uh. But you know, and, and it's really funny. So when um, Sharice and I went on the ghost tour okay. with Larry Lawson, who, Larry came, Lawson. who called into That's the show, what I was talking about yeah, it was funny. He was talking about Barbecue Charlie, 
who who killed a bunch of people and hid the remains out on this island. And when he was telling the story, I immediately started laughing. And like, and like, and of course you're, you're like guy in the tour and this asshole was sitting there laughing and he's like, what's funny? You know what I mean? And I was like, no, no, man, it's not you. It's not you. It's just that I went camping on that Island and my dad told me to watch out for the ghost of barbecue Charlie. And I thought he was just making some shit up. And he goes, no, your dad was being serious. Like oh, there was, wow. there was a guy wow. that killed a bunch of people and hid the remains on that island that we camped on. Now, of course, now, like the, the anybody, remains were found. Well, this island is not high above sea level. No, no, and it's also in a river. It's so. it's it's well, it's in the in the in the, the intercoastal in the, in intercoastal waterway. But it's like mostly like mangroves and stuff. It's actually kind of hard to get on it. But there are real trees once you get on it. We and had stuff, a canoe. like pine trees and stuff. And yeah, you know, it's um, yeah, that's kind of weird. But like, not I wouldn't think that would be an ideal place to put whatever i think i think that's like a bird sanctuary it now. is it is yeah. now yeah. yeah and that was and then the next morning the coast guard came out there and kicked us off the island but that's that was the, like after we stayed there like 20 nights and yeah. and over our 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 but, middle school high school career we, yeah. didn't, we didn't know you were not supposed to camp there right yeah but my dad my dad warned us because like, like two islands over there's a campsite set up that you can see when you're driving by yeah yeah like, exactly yeah. so we're just like oh yeah but you can go camp on the island. two nights uh, like yeah like so my dad had like warned me look out for the ghost of barbecue charlie and then apparently, come to find out, like, and it wasn't the Coast Guard; it was a firefighter. Oh, I thought it was Coast Guard. It was a firefighter. Oh, he whatever. had a suit on and everything. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. He's like, y'all aren't supposed to be out here having a campfire. Well, <laughs> well somebody saw the smoke rising. Yeah, they that's what that, it was. They yeah. thought the thing was on the, fire. Yeah, it wasn't on fire. He was like, "Get out of here, you miscreants!" Hit the like, brakes. Yeah, he was like, "You guys uh, pour a bunch of water on that, and then and, and then, then get and out of here." He, I remember specifically, he was like, "You guys must have hit your boat real well." And we're like, "No, it's, it's like right literally there. right there." We just had a canoe. It's in the water still. Like, and they're like, "Well, we didn't see it." I'm like, "Well, you're not that observant." Yeah. Yeah, but that's uh, that's an example. We, we went legend tripping, and we didn't even know it. We did I that. Thought my but dad, we, we've but, done that, but like, we did that though. I say we. I've done that on several occasions because, like in Maryland, like you know, we go through the woods and like I told you, you used to find the remains of like old places, which is why like the Blair Witch is even remotely believable. There'd be like a house just randomly in the middle of the woods, and you're like, why would anybody live here? And maybe nobody did. I don't know. But like people would be like, go in the house. It's spooky, you know. And there'd be like graffiti in there, and you know the floors are torn up or whatever. There was also like an old half pipe. That mm-hmm. was like in in a in a draw, and uh, a draw yeah. is where the land. I'm not explaining that right now. Anyway, draws and stuff. Um, but the half pipe was beyond disrepair because it rotted away, and somebody tried to skateboard on part of it one time. There's also an old bike track with like a tabletop jump, and like they actually had like a like a sand. So when you could go around the corner, you could kind of go up on the wall a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Like. When you took a turn, does that make sense? Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm absolutely. Yeah, I get you. I get you. Uh, you're not, you're not, you're, you're not, you're not even looking at me, man. And that's just ri- no. Yeah, sorry. Uh, but like, you could go up, you know, like so it looked like a little BMX trail or something like that. It was cool. And um, yeah, there was all kinds of neat stuff like that we used to investigate. And then our pool, com- our our apartment complex, like the pool got shut down. So like that was cool to go to the pool after it was closed and just you know, look at it basically, yeah. you know, like, like things like that, like, like little adventures that kids have. Right. Yeah. I mean, and, it's, it's a rite of passage kind yeah, of thing. None and, of those had like nefarious or mysterious yeah. things so much. I, there was a big, um, there was a big, like, uh, I guess it, it was part of the Creek. Right. But it was like a big tunnel mm-hmm. that like, you know, like a man-made tunnel and you could walk through and get to another part of town. Yeah. I don't know how long this thing is. I'd love to go back there now. My head would probably hit the top of it. Um, but you could walk through as a little kid with space. To, it, was, it was big, right? Because it's like for a creek. It's not like it's not 
it's not like a poo drain, you know what I mean? It's not yeah. like something you're crawling through. It's like you walk through it and there was graffiti in there and stuff. And we used to look at that like, mm. cause it seemed like it was from like a, a time past. You yeah, know? of course. Like, yeah. yeah it's yeah, kind yeah. of neat. Um, yeah, that was yeah, cool. I mean, so, so you know, legend tripping, and you know, it's it's funny when we were talking about it before the show. You're like, you know, like you know, like in Stand by Me. And that's I was like, the I was best. Like, yeah. I was like, that's so funny. I just watched that movie again because we did night. that. Remember, some kid said he found like a skeleton, and we went yeah. out on Halloween one year to oh find my it. Gosh. We didn't find shit, man. Yeah, there we found some bushes and. But and it's heat. always like it's like a localized <laughs> thing to where like you as a kid go to like investigate Pretty some sure that sort kid of was lying. thing. Yeah. You go to investigate some sort of thing and I'll give you an example of one. Um Crawford Road Bridge in Virginia is like another okay. example of one. Now, uh this is a bridge uh in Didn't Crawford- they film a movie there or something? I don't know. Okay, it could be. I mean, I don't know if this is the This one is a this is a bridge in Virginia called the Crawford Road Bridge and now allegedly this is haunted by a uh a young bride who was frenzied by a marriage she didn't want, she was like forced into it and hung herself from the bridge while still wearing her gown, like okay. according to like a local legend. And then Ooh. legend has it that the visitors approaching the bridge at night can see the ghostly image of this young bride under the bridge. Um, it's been nicknamed the Cry, ba- Cry Baby Bridge. Cry Baby Bridge, I've heard of so that. So because yeah. they've heard like the sounds of weeping under the bridge and stuff. If you go there now, like it's all heavy with graffiti and stuff like that. Um, but a lot, a lot of people think it has to do with the disembodied voices that people have reported hearing under the bridge, uh, whispers, cries, and screams are known to originate out of thin air and can be like very disturbing according to local legends. So that would be like, that would be a legend tripping thing, uh, that, you know, young sure. kids of that area would definitely go like, Hey, you got to go down to the bridge at midnight. I know? get, yeah, exactly. Right. And then something crazy is going to happen. Mm-hmm. And, and here's a, I'm going to read this from Wikipedia real quick. Okay. But, you know, it, legend tripping is a mostly harmless, perhaps even beneficial youth recreation, right? It allows young people to demonstrate their courage in a place where the actual physical risk is light is likely slight. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> and then, the and thing, then, oh, go ahead. The thing is with this though, you don't want to trespass on somebody's property. There, right. There was, um, there was this like weird mansion that was like offset of one road. And like, there was like this cool, I don't know, like overgrown thing. I only went to one part of it cause I was too young to like go see the rest of it or, you know, cause like big kids mess with little kids and stuff. Of course. And, um, so like you kind of crawled through this stuff and you could basically just see some, some property, right. That was cool for whatever reason. And, but it was like kind of, kind of adventurous to get there, you know? And that's really at the end of the day, like we also used to go to like the destination is the journey. Right. Right. We used to go through the woods to go to the Montpelier mansion, which is a site. There's a museum there. You go through the museum, you'll go art and stuff like that. They also did like a big battle reenactment, um, back in the day. This is in Maryland. And, um, that was cool. Um, but what you, what you don't want, I will say if you, if you have like a cool thing for your, for, people to go see or do just mm-hmm. don't trespass on people's property. Don't, don't mess anything up. Cause back in the day, of people course. used to go and like spray paint things or, you know, whatever, God forbid they perform some weird, you know, misdemeanor. Oh, won't you like, oh, won't you yeah. Yeah. You don't go out there and do some crazy seance in the middle of the night. Like that's, that's, that's just weird, but there's, there's tons and tons of these cool things. And I mean, you can, you could even say it's a, I'm, I'm bringing more light to it. Like going to the Niagara falls could be like a legend. You're like, Oh, the Niagara falls, you're like seeing something cool that not everybody gets to see. And it's kind of an adventure to get there. Yeah, uh, it's it's along those lines. But stand by, stand by me, right? Not, stand by me. Not yeah. lean on me. That's, no, 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 stand by me. Movie. Which is uh, um, no, which is also uh, they went based, to go see a which dead is based body, on a right? Stephen King story. Yeah, absolutely. It the is the body a Stephen by King. Stephen King. Yeah, so those kids go on an adventure to go see. 
to see a body, a supposed dead body, which right? they did which in the story. Creepy. They saw that they saw the body. I haven't seen of that a kid. In oh God, so man! Many years. You do yourself a favor, go back and watch it because, like, when you talk about a coming of age movie, that is the coming of age film, man. Like, Are you sure? I it's. It, I thought Titanic was. No, <laughs> not even a little bit. With that, you have like you know Will Wheaton and Will Wheaton. Jerry O'Connell. And River Will Fe- Wheaton's not in that River movie. River Phoenix. Will Wheaton is in River that movie. Phoenix in the River movie. Will Wheaton is the main character in that movie. What? Yeah, dude. Blowing my mind. Oh yeah, uh, Jerry O'Connell, uh, who you know was played uh, in Sliders. Uh, you River Phoenix, Joaquin <laughs> Phoenix's brother, who uh, who unfortunately passed, passed very, away. Yeah, passed very away young. Very yeah. Soon. yeah, he was also uh, and then, Indiana Jones and Corey movie. Feldman. Corey Feldman was in everything back in the day. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. But anyways, but that's a perfect example of a, uh, of a legend trip type coming of age film, which, you know, which we, which we all did. And kids to this day still, and like we did it and, you know, and all kids have kind of that experience. Adventures. Yeah. Now, now, like as an adult, you go hiking in a park and you're like, Oh, look at these nice mountains. Like it's the same kind of thing. Mm -hmm. It's just, different right yeah exactly and you hear like a local story that's like ooh. yeah i mean like i bet you kids living in like point pleasant west virginia go to like the mothman bridge probably ooh, probably or kids living in like new jersey there's pope go out to the pine barrens Trestle. and look for the jersey devil you know yeah yeah, yeah. that kind of stuff yeah. yeah but it's a it's a fun thing you that- test you oh, like when you're at that coming of age thing where you have to Test your bravery. You're test showing your, your independence. Showing your independence a little bit, and that's getting and, but, over your fears. And of course, if, if you do go out there like alone, because that's part of the challenge or whatever, and you want to kind of like amp up your story a little bit, maybe you fabricate a little story, and you come back like. Honestly, I think most of them are probably fabricated. Yeah, I mean, but that's the thing. But like, but if you come back with a ghost story. That maybe it didn't happen, but you tell your friends that are like 12, 13 years old they believe that you. this happened, they're going to believe you. Yeah. And then you've got some street cred at that point. You know what I mean? And I nobody and nobody can tell you you're wrong. They can call you a liar, and but they can't prove you wrong. So I thought about this, and I've heard tons of people that are like, oh, yeah, the one time we saw this. But I can't, I can't remember a specific tale so much to really like tie this together. But I remember people telling stories like this constantly, Mm -hmm. constantly. Yeah. I mean, yeah. And I think like, and that's the thing you kind of all as, as at age, like we all kind of, um, embellish stories or even outright lie. I think we all did it at that age. You know what I mean? Yeah. But that's where a lot of these legends probably come from. Possibly. Probably. For for the record, I'm not lying about what happened at seven sisters. (laughs) And Because I'm because I'm smiling because I'm 42 years old and I don't give a shit. Like, Uh, okay, (laughs) you son of a bitch. I believe him. Yeah, I don't don't know know why, but but I I do. do. Yeah, man. So that's uh, that's that's legend tripping where I think a lot of uh, a lot of these urban legends come from. You know what? And if you have a good story about this, please email us at zumundo at outlook dot com. And uh, if your story is good enough or well written, I mean, if you're okay with me. not embellishing on your tail, but we'll read it. Hey, we'll read, we'll read, it. We'll Actually, read it on the show. We yeah. might even call you in, man. Yeah, or call you in and you can tell us about some exciting uh, adventure that you had. You know, uh, I think it's a cool concept. It's really neat. And it's really, it's it's the core of all of these ghost stories. Yeah. And all of the stuff that we talk about in Mysterious World, you know. You, you, whether you go to a so, monument or a pyramid or whatever, like there's, you're doing, you're legend tripping whether you know it or not. Yeah, you know? I mean, like, and, that's, and that's what me and Sharice did. And I am proud to say... At this point, at 42 years old, I finally, because I didn't have anything really before this, I finally have kind of a cool, like, 
psychotic experience. I had something happen. You son of a bitch. (laughs) Just kidding. I'm kidding. I really had kind of a cool, like, little thing, like, a little anecdote. I I was like, I got something of a ghost story. Like, I didn't see, like, something materialize in front of me or anything like that. But, you know, a little something happened, and it makes for a good conversation, for sure. Interesting. Yeah, man. Interesting. Cool. Yeah, I dig it, man. This was a fun one. And, uh, yeah, let us know what you guys think. Yeah. Well, Keith, you know, one thing we haven't done in a couple episodes is uh, AI Theater presents scripted delights, right? Like, <laughs> That's true. It's AI kind of, it's, Theater presents. It's kind of a thing that, you know, it, when when the inspiration strikes me to feed <laughs> to feed a writing prompt to AI, we do this. And uh, <laughs> so I was thinking about, so I was thinking a lot about um, <coughs> Madam Webb. And uh, talking, Hi, to some, talking to some friends about it, and it was it was like you know what the thing about some of these movies is like they're they're trying to like st- market these movies for for women when the the predominant audience for this for these comic book movies has always been guys. And so when you talk about comic books, yeah, yeah, comic book movies and stuff like that, you know, and not, yeah, not to say there's anything wrong with trying or whatever, but it's, it's actually just, it's just like, not, like a ton of love comics yeah, and stuff. Yeah, like that absolutely. Too, Romance so, comics. Um, so uh, in, in, through a conversation with, uh, with some friends on Zumondo, we were talking about, um, like, I was like, you know, what would it be like if they did like the Barbie movie, but then all of a sudden, like John Wick just comes in and starts kicking ass. Right. Like with that, well, that's interesting yeah, thing. I mean, I mean, so that would be like it's marketed as as a movie for women, but then like all this guy stuff starts showing up in it, right? So I don't know. I know yeah. everybody I know loves Barbie and loves John Wick. It's, you yeah. can't go wrong there. You can't go wrong there. So it, it, it led me to think, what if what if in the middle of the Barbie movie, John Wick just like kicked down the door and started whipping ass? Okay. And so that was the premise for today's. And now for another edition of AI Theater Presents Scripted Delights. Yes, it's AI Theater Presents Scripted Delights, where I feed AI a prompt. We perform whatever it gives us. And today's AI Theater Presents Scripted Delights is John Wick, Barbie Brawl. So uh, oh. I am uh, going to be portraying uh, the narrator. And I was like, just the narrator. You know what? I need to, br- I need to pull in and channel the best narrator of all time, and that is the legendary, the iconic Morgan Freeman. So I'm oh, going to be playing uh, the role of the narrator as Morgan Freeman. Okay. Um, Keith will be playing the role of Barbie oh, over man. here, but also Keith will be playing the role of John Wick. Whoa. John Wick. Um, John Wick. But I will also be playing the role of Ken. So we're both... We're doing double. We're both doing double duty on this scene. This is busy. <laughs> I said duty. We'll see how this works. So out. Uh, before we begin, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I apologize it. for my voice acting. Don't don't apologize, man. This advanced. is this is for fun. This is all for fun. So here we go. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna put on. You know some, what? My uh, agent gets me these roles. I just do them for the money. So you know, <laughs> that's why I don't do two shows back to back anymore, do babe. Not, I don't. Not, I don't do one them. night. I don't no. do them. All right, here we go. Uh, so this is uh, AI Theater presents Scripted Delights. John Wick. Barbie Brawl. Here we go. The scene opens in the vibrant pastel colored world of Barbie, where everything seems peaceful and harmonious. Barbie and her friends are having a picnic in a lush garden when suddenly the atmosphere changes when a mysterious figure enters. 
Do oh. Barbie, damn it. Oh, hello there. Welcome to our garden party. I'm Barbie. What brings you here? <laughs> Sorry. John Wick steps forward, his steely gaze contrasting with the bright surroundings. I'm here for Ken. Ken? Why would you be looking for him? He owes me a debt, and I'm here to collect. <laughs> Barbie's friends exchange a nervous glance as tension fills the air. Suddenly, Ken, dressed in his signature stylish outfit, emerges from behind a bush. Ken. What seems to be the problem, darling? You know exactly what the problem is, Ken. It's time to settle your debt. Ken chuckles nervously, trying to defuse the situation. Come on, John. Let's not ruin the party with business talk. How about we have a dance-off instead? Barbie and her friends eagerly agree, hoping to lighten the mood. As they start dancing to upbeat music, John Wick remains fixed, unmoved, his eyes staring at Ken. I didn't come here to talk, Ken. Without warning, John Wick swiftly disarms Ken and engages him in fierce hand-to-hand -hand combat. Barbie and her friends watch in disbelief as the serene garden transforms into a battleground. What's happening? As the fight intensifies, Barbie and her friends decide to take action. Using their resourcefulness and teamwork, they join forces to aid Ken using various props and gadgets from their world to fend off John Wick. As a thrilling showdown, after a thrilling words, a thrilling showdown. After a thrilling showdown, John Wick emerges victorious, but not without sustaining injuries from Barbie and her friends' unexpected resistance. Ken, bruised but grateful, approaches John Wick. I'll honor my debt, John. Thanks for sparing us further trouble. John Wick nods, his expression slightly softening before he disappears into the shadows, leaving Barbie and her friends to tend their wooden garden. That was quite extensive, quite an adventure. <laughs> Hi, Barbie. Hi, Barbie. The friends exchange smiles, grateful for each other's support in the face of unexpected danger. As the sun sets on their eventful day in Barbie world. And scene. So Th that was silliness. I apologize for that. I apologize. AI is not all there. Yeah. Yet. Ever. It's getting dumber yet. and it's, dumber. You know, I heard they, they said that like, uh, because of like people's input, AI is actually getting dumber. No. Yeah. That's actually a common trope. Yeah. Yeah, it is getting dumber. <laughs> well, that was fun. We haven't done AI Theater Presents Scripted Delights yeah, in, that's in, interesting. In, in a little while. Uh, hopefully here pretty soon at some point, we'll uh, we'll, we'll get back with uh, Uncle Chuck and see how things are going with his trial, man. Uh, <laughs> Uncle Chuck's kind of a busy guy being retired and living in the villages. So, you know, we, we hear from him when we can. Yeah, absolutely. I love how it's, it's, he's moved from uh, Del Boca Vista to... Del Boca, the villages. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. 
Well, you know, this is fun. It, it's always fun, man. Like it's it's one of the highlights of my week, and uh, like I like I said, it's been a stressful week, and I can just kind of I can feel the stress melting off of me now. So uh, that was that was a great time. And now man. you can watch Leon the Professional. I, it's I actually can. not called. And that. You can watch Stand so, By Me. So it was called Leon in France, and it was called the Professional in the United States. What do they call a quarter pounder though? A Royale with cheese. <laughs> yeah. Big well Kahuna done, burger. Big, big Kahuna burger. <laughs> it's real tasty. It's. You mind if I have some of your beverage to wash down this Do, Kahuna you burger? He drinks his entire Sprite. He drinks his entire Sprite. It's not enough that you kill the man. Yeah, he drinks his whole Sprite. Like, I mean, I, I feel like that's just insult to injury. Like, I'm not only am I about to kill you, but I'm going to steal your entire was, fucking dude, Sprite, man. We should watch I'm depriving too. you of your last drink. Oh, man. Any, anyways, I'm Doolin. And I'm Keith. And uh, have a Zoomon this week, everybody. Yeah. We'll it'll see be you. Zoomerific. <laughs> That, yeah, yeah, that you works. Don't do that. It, it checks it, out. It, it does check <laughs> out. <laughs> 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 oh, thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Yeah, you guys have a nice day. We love you.